Ezekiel 25, 17. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the inequities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness, for he is truly his brother's keeper and the finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Welcome back to See You at the Movies. So, you guys know that I love Quentin Tarantino, even though he's a fucking creep who loves feet. But... (laughs) Stop (laughs) laughing! I'm sorry. (laughs) Anyway, uh, that chuckle there, I'm just gonna go right in, because she couldn't keep her mouth shut. Uh, (laughs) That chuckle right there is my best friend, Kat. This is her first time ever on a podcast. She's nervous, so give her lots of love, everybody. Uh, Welcome, Kat. Buongiorno. <laughs> yes, I was waiting for that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I have not only Kat, but I have a lot of awesome friends here who also love his films. Um, we're going to just jump right into the introductions. Keep rolling. Uh, we've got Andy from Dead in Santa Carla. Hello. Hello. Thanks Hello, for being here. Thanks for having me, friend. Yes. And also from Dead in Santa Carla, we have Brian. Hello. Hello. I tried to give I tried to give a saucy hello. I failed at it though. All right, I like it. Was, it. I like it. It's still saucy. I believed in you. <laughs> Thank you. That's and, that's going down in my notes, Brian. Right now. Oh my God. <laughs> and last but not least, we have from HHN three six five Nico. Yeah, and I'm also playing the heavy on FBI this Sunday. You should check it out. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm glad you threw another one in there. <laughs> Uh, I wanted to throw something in there, but I could not think of a good quote at the top of my head, so <laughs> it's okay. But yeah, guys, this is the second episode. Uh, I decided to skip one in the middle of the month because life, you know, all that bullshit. Um, so yeah, I'm going to be doing the show uh, twice a month now, just because my schedule, and I think it works better that way because I have to focus on the Scream Queens as well. Uh, but again, thank you guys so much for being here. This is my passion project. This is not something I expect to blow up anything like that. I just want to sit here with you guys and talk movies. So again, thank you guys for being here. I really appreciate it. Um, Excuse me. So why don't we get into it? What we're doing today, if you haven't already noticed, is we are ranking the Tarantino films. Um, Everyone did, like we do on the Scream Queens, a separate list uh, from their least or first, you know, their most favorite to least favorite. Uh, We put the points together in one master list and we now have a master list to go through. I'm the only one who knows the master list besides Teddy because he helped me with with the list and a tiebreaker. So, are you guys ready for this? I'm ready. I'm ready. So, <laughs> as we talked earlier, though, some of us were saying that this was kind of hard, right? Because we really love, like, all these movies. I, I yeah, I, I don't hate any quentin tarantino movie at all i think it's zero all these are great films everyone i don't don't think it's possible to just what is this tarantino movie so where's my halloween resurrection where's where's jason goes to hell where is it 
Yeah, there is. He's not here. There's not a turd to be found in his directing resume. No, I agree. I agree. Putting a movie at nine felt like a like a fucking crime. I'm a horrible person. Um, but yeah, so I want to uh, also specify these are his all of his fully written and directed films. So we're not including some of his uh, screenplays such as like Natural Born Killers, um, True Romance, nor um, the final scene in uh, Four Rooms, anything like that we're not including. Um, we wanted to do his fully written and directed films. So just so you guys are aware. Um, so are, his episode uh, of CSI is not. not oh, yeah. oh, I forgot about yeah. that. I've never seen it. <laughs> I rewatched that for nothing. I didn't see that shit. <laughs> okay. Way too much extra homework for this episode. <laughs> Whoops! You know how long it took me to track down Jesus. <laughs> she was running the gauntlet watching Jackie Brown just last night for the first time. So, Dude, yep. Ooh, wow. Yeah. I never, I'd never seen uh. Jackie Brown until last night, and yeah. Shocker! It.. It's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah I loved it. I, I absolutely loved it. So yeah. Spoiler alert! <laughs> <laughs> it's really fucking good too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's start from the bottom of our Quentin Jerome Tarantino event here. Uh, God, his name is special. Uh, <laughs> so number nine, which. Again, I think Kat and I are going to hop up on our soapbox here for a minute because we're very disappointed in this. But it's understandable, I guess, because, well, I'll just tell you what it is. So at number nine, we have Death Proof. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It Absolutely. Doesn't, it doesn't surprise me, but I am upset. Yeah, same. <laughs> Something had to be last. Okay, this is true. Yeah, um, it is true, but... But Kat and I had this very high on our lists. Okay. Um, yes. I think mine was number four or five. Woo! Yep. Yeah. Mine wow. was number four. Um, yeah. I think... Let me check. Double check. Yeah. Mine yeah. was number four as well. Um, so the reason being... Uh, and, and again, it, this is just... Uh, from my perspective, I look at this as a very empowering film. Um, Mm -hmm. as a woman so that's one big reason that i really enjoy it um not only that like just take that aspect out of it like stuntman mike is fucking terrifying yep Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. he's a great villain uh and that's why i also really enjoy this movie so those two reasons are like a big you know big for me um and that's why mine is so high uh kat did you want to talk about a little bit why Well, for me, why it was, like, really high was, yeah, it was very female empowering for me, Um, and, like, God, like... You love cars and shit. Yes, exactly. So, like, for instance, if I'm not mistaken, he has a 442, right? Um, I think so. Yeah, and, like, that was, like, also, it's also my uncle's car, but, like, he scared the shit out of me on that ride, and I, I just love that vehicle in itself, and then, also, I just absolutely love um, Zoe, <laughs> she's, yes. like, uh, one of my female crushes, so I can't, I can't really, uh, I can't really complain too much of seeing her in the film and everything like that, and then, also, what the women do towards the end of the film, and, like, Literally, the conversation between Zoe and oh my gosh, I forgot her name. Um, I can't think of her name. I can't I'm, think of her in the name. Movie. Uh, her Kim, name's Tracy or something. Right? It, it, yeah. I, 
uh, it's either Kim or Tracy or something like that. Um, they're arguing with each other about the stunt and what they're trying to pull. And it's literally like my two personalities arguing with itself <laughs> um in my opinion because like yeah that was absolutely some stupid shit that i would try and do um for sure um and then also trying to argue with the logic as well um so with the logical side of myself so yeah i would still i just just love the movie and i can't help it but love it yeah absolutely andy what do you think um, you know i it's like we were just saying when we started there's there's not a bad movie on this he's ever done um but i did i i did have this coming in at number 10 behind grave danger from season five of csi um <laughs> i mean it oh god that's a great episode of uh they put it in the two parts actually it's excellent but um no i uh it's not the it's, one that justin bieber's in <laughs> oh yeah isn't it fuck i don't know oh my god um <laughs> No, this is this was cool because I got to see Quentin do something in the horror genre. It's it's pretty neat. Um, I'd love to see more from him from this genre. I I I really hope he has one more left in him in this genre. I highly doubt it, but you never know, man. (laughs) You never know. But I I uh, no, I enjoy this movie a lot. It's fun. I'm probably gonna watch it tonight. Honestly. Yeah. I'm so glad you said that because I look at this movie as a very horror bending film as well. Uh, yeah, so I'm sure. glad you said that. Definitely. Yeah. Didn't you say it won like an award CC like for the makeup or everything? Yeah, at but... the Fang one of the horror awards it won for best scene. Like a, I think a, when like he was a into or the or a chainsaw or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was one of those where the with the scene where he smashed into the first set of girls and her wow, like that's such a fucking. Out awesome scene God, that's it really yes is. it really is it re- like, that's, oh. that's 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 the peak that's peak of the movie for me i mean i do love the movie it's it's a good one it for sure um but god dang that sequence is just rad <laughs> I just yeah, yeah, it is. Love that yeah yeah uh brian uh, you have any other thoughts on it oh no i like i mean it's hard to say anything negative about anything that tarantino does and so literally the only thing bad i can say about the movie is that it just takes a little bit to get going Sure. That's about it. I mean, but once it gets there, it sure is entertaining as hell. It sure is awesome. Yeah, so, I, I understand yeah. that. Uh, slow yeah. burns. Uh, what it's, about it, you, it, Nico? Yeah, oh, so, that's just nitpicking. That's literally just nitpicking. Yeah. Just yeah. trying to find something negative to say, but there's just really nothing. Sure. sure. Nico? So, full confession, this is the one Tarantino film that I haven't seen, and I tried <gasps> to go... I tried to see if I... Because I was going through the list, and I was like, oh, shit. Death Proof, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I never got around to doing Death Proof, and I realized it like last night when you're like, "Oh, what about Death Proof?" And I was like, "Shit, uh, <laughs> it's okay." It's been a while since. Uh, I mean, I've never seen that. Uh, I mean, I know of the story and stuff, and you know, if y'all are saying it's more horror than it is anything else, then I probably would still be my number nine film on the okay, list yeah i know you're more not as much of a horror person yeah. no no definitely not but uh i mean i trust it to be good uh does he write women better in this than he does in his other films or yes yes okay yeah, cool so. well then then it might actually be good then so <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like it um i think he did a good job personally so well that's good yeah all right well that was death proof uh does anybody have any last thoughts on that one no, I don't think so. I I think we we covered that well. That was man coming in at number nine, Death Proof. Wow, man. I know man, this man's a genius. Okay. 
There's so underrated. Heart. There goes my heart. <laughs> All right, this my heart dropped here with this one too, guys. So we have it number eight, and it's actually funny that it's number eight because no. it's the hateful eight. Mm. What? <laughs> this far yeah. down? Yeah, I was what? shocked. What? Something had to be eight. Yeah, yeah, something really had to be eight. <laughs> I know, guys. I know this was so hard, but it's just like. Oh, it breaks my heart. Is it because it's a slow? It's a slower film. Um, See, I think that's people's issue with it, and that personally is uh, why I like it. Yeah, it's such a good burn. Yes. Yeah, yes. I mean, I loved it. I just now, I mean, think thinking about it was like it is eight on my list. Um, I love and I love like Cece will tell you I love Western type of like you know movies and stuff like that. Um, for the most part because like I like Tombstone and stuff like that. <laughs> so um, but I think uh for me it was just Cece made me realize it and I was it was slow but it felt like nothing really moved in anything because the setting stays the same pretty much the whole entire movie and i'm so used to tarantino like just you know changing scenes all the time and stuff like that and settings and different locations and stuff um i'm so used to that like kind of thing that i realize i'm like uh it it has to be like the setting like of you know i love the wilderness and everything like that they could have done i felt like it could have been done more like so but i understand why it couldn't because that's not how the film like the whole entire story um and then um the other thing was i did notice which was awesome um was uh the um there every scene had like a almost primary color if i'm not mistaken um Mm -hmm. and like you will notice every scene has something yellow nobody like every single scene like once in the cabin towards later side of the film every one one thing is a bright yellow thing or the bright blue pot it's not something you would normally like you expect for like westerns to have something bright in it because like i felt like you know back in that day like cast iron everything was like you know rusty brown Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. know so i i think that creative aspect i've really loved in the film but other than that, I can see why it's eight, like, after really reflecting last night. And I changed my list, like, 15 times. So, yeah, it was really <laughs> difficult. <laughs> yeah, um, I actually got to see this film in theaters when they did the 70 millimeter with the... Nice. Uh, oh, that's uh, awesome. Yeah. With yes. the, the booklet and everything. Um, absolutely. It was absolutely gorgeous. We got to do the intermission with the theater. Oh, it was just... I am really into theater, uh, if you guys don't know. So this to me felt like a play, and mm, okay. that's yeah. what I love. Yeah. That's why I loved it, and I actually give him props for doing an entire film with almost one full setting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very hard to do, I feel like, and because he did it, that's why I give this film so much credit. Mm. Um, I absolutely love the cast, as always. His casts are always great. Um, Kurt Russell, God, oh. can that man not like do anything? Oh my God, I love Kurt Russell. Like he's been doing it for uh, decades, man. Yeah, man. He's, he's one of the one of the one of the best, man. Oh, I tell you, yeah. th- th- there was a good period of time. I'd say there was a good twenty years, honestly, where where Kurt Russell was severely underrated in Hollywood. Oh yeah, severely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah, and I just I love his um, performance. I love Walton Goggins. Uh, He's just hilarious. Oh my god! Uh, So this movie is just it it has a little bit of everything in it. 
um even like comedy when it's supposed mm-hmm. to be very serious mm. um so I, I i love this movie uh i could go on and on but it is it was i'll tell you my experience with seeing it in theaters was fantastic so I that's bet. one thing i yeah. do pride myself on was i got to see that so yeah the overture uh and the intermission that just playing right through with uh the grand score that's playing through it yeah the roadshow version like is the definitive version to do it because like i've I've seen this a couple of times, but I was like you. I saw it there, and I saw it at the, I think Theater Twelve at the AMC at Disney Springs, which is probably like their best non, like, Dolby theater. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah, it was just amazing sitting there, and just that that deep red, yeah, uh, is what I is just burned into my mind just during the intermission. It was one of the best experiences I ever had at the movie theater because of all the stuff that went around it, like the book and everything there. Mm-hmm. And just the the seventy millimeter really works uh, because, you know, like you said, it's like a stage. Mm-hmm. You can see the whole stage. Like you don't really realize how important uh, how important like wide angle lenses are uh, when you're shooting on something that wide uh, mm-hmm. that fills that whole scene. And he just does a masterful job staging everyone in there and moving everyone around and having the background actors actually do something while they're yes. working on that. Uh, so much detail that's just put into there. Uh, mm-hmm. Really good. And, you know, it is it is a very, very good Western. Probably one of the best Westerns I've ever seen. No pun, no, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I wanted to also note, as you mentioned, the score, uh, Ennio Morricone. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. beautiful, beautiful. It beautiful. is. That, like, that snow great. in the beginning with the music. Oh, God. I just love it. Yeah. But, uh, Brian, if you want to. No, I'm just right there with you. I'm glad you mentioned the uh, the theater feel aspect because it does play out like that. This movie plays out like a like a play, um, and it's I, yeah, that's one of my favorite things about this movie is is the the singular uh, spot that everything takes place in. Just absolutely love it. This is no shocker. This is a pretty fucking good movie. You know? oh, yeah. <laughs> We're probably gonna be saying that at least at least seven more times, right? Right. So. Um, yeah, yeah, this is this is a this is top one. I, I mean, it's it's hard. It d- doing this list was definitely difficult, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, there's 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 definitely no losers here. You right. know? Yeah. So How definitely, about you, Andy. Yeah, um, it's I've saw it in the theater first time, and then I watched it when it was released to Blu-ray, which I have, and then I actually saw the extended cut too, uh, which is on Netflix, uh, or was on Netflix. This pretty much from here on out, the rest of this list, Brian and I on our podcast, Dead in Santa Carla, we have a great in scale, four out of four stakes to the heart. Each one of these movies from here on out, I would give four out of four stakes yeah. to the heart, Brian. <laughs> same, bro, same. Every man. one of them, and I would for, for different reasons, and mm-hmm. that's what makes Tarantino so unique as a filmmaker is um, a lot of his movies have a lot in common, but they also have a lot of difference to them. And that's why I've always, it's just, it's mostly the setting. It's a lot of it. So with this one, this one, the one that my favorite things about this movie is cast. Like you said, CC always has a great cast. Um, I will say this one has some of the most beautiful shots and cinematography mm. of any mm-hmm. film yeah. he has ever done. This thing is like watching a master class of cinematography. It's, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. This movie is beautiful. Um, and it feels like I'm there. It, it's, it was cool to see. <laughs> Even though I've kind of seen a remote location from Quentin before, this one was a little different 
And yeah, I I just I love this movie too. Just like I think all of us do. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, so the next one is going to disappoint some of my older gentlemen in here. I think. Uh, <laughs> I'm not trying to call anybody out for their age. I just feel like they probably like this movie a lot because uh, I feel like it was very uh, '90s. Um, I think oh. it was the '90s is when it came out. Oh my! Uh, yeah. So number seven is Jackie Brown. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 I think I had it seven actually. I did. Oh, really? I, I, so 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 far it has gone nine eight seven. My exact list is this wow. my? Are you reading off just what I sent you? No. Are you sure? <laughs> mine, mine, this makes me sad. Are you number sure? Three on mine. Yes, number th- sure. Oh, yeah. there's no reason to be sad here, folks. This is this, okay. no this is this is a yeah. celeb this is a celebration of. Uh, <laughs> Of yes. uh, amazing a masterclass filmmaking. filmmaking? <laughs> yeah. I yes, mean, this is true. Jackie, like again, it, I love Quentin because he does things in settings, and this is no no different. This is going to the uh, old seventies black exploitation setting, and that's mm-hmm. fucking awesome. Like I just in man Pam Greer, it's great to yes. see her. Yes, that's great exactly to, yes. Woo! Love that woman. She's incredible. <laughs> yes. Yep. She's incredible in yeah. this movie. Ten out of ten. <laughs> Absolutely. So I don't know, Cece. You can knock it around so you get other people's thoughts. Sorry, I kind of hijacked it. There. Oh no, you're fine. If you yeah, wanna, is that oh. what you wanted to say or? Yeah, yeah, no, but I'm sure they'll be able to share. I'll hijack again soon. Okay. Enough. Yeah. yeah, no worries. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna jump in if you guys don't mind. Um, <clears throat> I should have. <laughs> By all means, Cece. You know what? Go right ahead. <laughs> oh my god alright <laughs> so okay to be fair I should have done a rewatch of this because uh, it's been a couple years Yeah. Um, however the, the few times I have watched it I hate to say this it hasn't fully kept my attention the whole time mm-hmm. but that's not because of the movie I have problems with focusing anyway but um, <clears throat> I didn't realize it was adapted from a novel until yesterday Yeah. because uh, I was rereading up on the, the you know the plot and everything uh what i want to say about this movie i absolutely love and i can't think of his name right now oh my god Terry bond bail bonds guy robert Forster. oh robert ip yeah. yeah. i love yes. him so much yeah. he was I in breaking him. bad yes i was so I, happy to see him in breaking bad after i saw jackie brown i was like heck yeah um yeah i loved him i loved their romance um Robert De Niro reminds me, like, not his character, because his character's a piece of shit, but, like, the way he looks reminds me of my father in this movie, and it's really creepy. (laughs) (laughs) So that's kind of weird. Sam Jackson, what, you can't, just, he's perfect. He's a god. (laughs) I love that man. Um, Michael Keaton, baby, hell yeah, we have Sid Haig as a judge in this movie. Mm -hmm. I was really happy with that Again, cast great. Yes. Um, again, though the story itself, and I feel again like I need to give it a good rewatch because I'm a little bit more mature now when it comes to like you know looking at stories and things like that. The story is fantastic. Oh God, yeah. She fucks mm-hmm. two sides over. Yeah. And it's just oh my God, like rereading the plot last night. I was like, wow, I really need to rewatch it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that's all I really got to say because it's been a while. But uh, uh, whoever wants to jump in, Kat, I know you're really passionate about this movie. You just watched it last night. So yes, I just watched it for the first time last night. It was one of the tar- few Tarantino films I had not watched. Um, and I just absolutely loved, literally like 
the ending, like how everything, like, because you expect, like, oh shit, it's not gonna work out, like you know, and when, and you know that she's screwing both guys, like, like not guys, not literally, but screwing yeah. both sides <laughs> at the same time, and especially it's like <laughs> me, it was like fuck the police, but anyway, um, <laughs> but like when they, you know, as as much as I love Michael Keaton's character, like I love Michael Keaton as an actor, um, I just loved how she got away with it and was and just like started a whole new life um essentially and it's just it's super powerful and i love the romance i thought it was really cute and like how he showed like when she was walking out of the jail and like kind of love at first sight and how he decided that he wasn't that he didn't want to be a spoiler alert uh didn't want to be <laughs> in the um in the uh what do you call it the bail bonds business anymore and then also um oh my god is it Winston is his um like partner kind of um I was like man I miss this actor too like because uh, if I'm not mistaken he passed away um the big guy uh that was his partner um and um yeah Samuel L. Jackson I just I love that man he's great I mean yes. he's he's the reason why I probably got into Tarantino films so mm-hmm. like I yeah. would like you know I was watching you know I got into his films and then I'm like oh I haven't seen I started out with Pulp Fiction so I hadn't seen that and then I'm like oh I fucking love this and so then I started you know exploring more uh Tarantino things and everything like that so but sure. yeah yeah I think Pulp Fiction got a lot of people in Tarantino yeah <laughs> yeah yeah uh Brian what about you oh this is I yeah this is yeah, no surprise pretty fucking good movie um and, uh, you know, the one thing that I've always loved about Tarantino is I just think he writes dialogue better than 90% of anybody that's writing. Yes. And in, in my humble opinion, I think this movie has the best dialogue that some of the, probably the best dialogue that Tarantino's ever written. And that was, well, of course that was before a movie came out recently, but I, yeah, this, the characters in this movie are all so fun and so interesting. Everybody's written so very well. And it's from, from, from A to Z, all the players are top notch and, and they're at the best when it comes to this. And the story unfolds so, so wonderfully in this movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is, this is obviously, yeah. Once again, it's a pretty fucking good movie. I love it. Me too. Yeah. Nico. Um, I'm sorry to be the little bit of the fly in the ointment for this one. Uh, I do think that this is his uh, probably one of his weaker weaker films. That's fair. And maybe because it just doesn't hold up to a modern eye at the time being. Because I know, you know, we can't talk Quentin Tarantino in scripts without mentioning that he decides to use uh, some language in his film that, you know, doesn't. Mm Always get on here. I was told by, you know, Mike and Duff that if I come on here, I have to distance myself from like, <laughs> uh, the language of Quentin Tarantino <laughs> uh, on here. Yeah. Which we really start to see here mm-hmm. in this movie. You know, like, I understand that Quentin Tarantino always l- loves black exploitation films and he wanted to make one himself, which is fine and dandy that way. Unfortunately, I just like watching this through modern lenses, it just does not hold up. And that's why I ranked it so low. That's fair. It's probably the one that I'll go back to the least. I mean, it's the one I've definitely seen the least. Yeah. For those obvious reasons. And I, I you know, and I feel bad that I have to put something down at the list, but 
you know, you kind of have to watch it through like, do I don't really feel comfortable watching this anymore or saying that this is that good of a movie because of, you know, some of the just of how it's portrayed here. I know Hateful Eight also has actually more of mm-hmm. the bad language in that. And of course, Django Unchained does. Yeah. But I think those are executed a lot better and with right. a lot more class than it is here in Jackie Brown. Sure. Uh, you know, th- I mean, there's a reason like no one really talks about this movie uh, when you're talking about Tarantino. Uh, even though like, yeah, we get, there were some nominations for there. Uh, it just, you know, how do you follow up Pulp Fiction? Like right. it's always going to be the yeah. movie in between Pulp Fiction and the Kill Bills. And yeah, yeah, it's Absolutely. always going to be that movie, unfortunately. So yeah, yeah, no, I agree with you. Uh, it is my number nine, I believe. Um, yeah, I had it seven. It's it's a bottom three. I mean, I would. I mean, obviously, I, I would say it's a bottom three Tarantino film for yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I had it six. I had it at yeah. six. Yeah. Six is yeah. good. You got a problem? Yeah. With, you got a problem with six? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and and I and I get that too. It, it it just it fell flat for me personally at times, and I think that's why I ranked it so low. Also, it just kind of uh-huh. falls in line. It's one of those movies you. That most common, like most normal, like anyone you walk up to on the street, they're not gonna even maybe even know of that movie. Yeah, you know no. what I mean? Um, so yeah, I, I get why it fell where it did. So, anybody have any final thoughts? Yeah, well, they they all can't be winners, kids. <laughs> exactly. It's okay. But it's okay. They are. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. I know Brian. I, I Brian, because Brian. So Cece, guys, Brian mm-hmm. and I have done rankings episodes before. Cece, we've done them with you before. Mm-hmm. You know, like this was the weirdest one I've ever done because I don't dislike any of these movies. Right. <laughs> it's yeah. so strange. Like it's not the Halloween franchise. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, we had so many stinkers on that oh, one. But, gosh, uh, there's no Nightmare on Elm Street Five: The Dream Child in this. Oh in this, God! In this list, there, it doesn't He's exist. Dead. No. <laughs> oh man, you're right. You're right. All right, and that's why this is hard, but this is fun because it doesn't matter really how we rank them. We get to talk about these movies, and yeah, that's what's the best part about it. Yes. I'm surprised by this next one also. Oh God. Because I feel like most people you ask on the street, they have this in their top three. Uh, so I was very surprised but it's okay Uh, and I kind of see why because we did well let me just tell you what it is so number six is the Kill Bill films Um, now now I'm realizing though because I put them together maybe why it's so low Yeah, because I'm just going to go right in there and say (laughs) it the second one sucked the only good thing about the second one was her training in my opinion Um, I I don't know Mm. I just second one just Mm. It doesn't have a lot of rewatchability for me. That's all. Yeah. I absolutely love the first oh, one. I can I spam have, that movie. You just like, said it with me with uh, Hateful Eight. Like mm-hmm. to me, it doesn't have the rewatchability factor. That's why I had. Uh, that's a big reason I had Hateful Eight. Eight. So yeah, no, okay. I get. I, I I get that. Uh, yeah. No, I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like if we were to separate these, it might be a little different. But I feel like two is why I kind of put it down lower for me. Excuse me, personally. Yeah. Um, I absolutely love the first film. Like yes. it's beautiful, it's fun. Uh, the comic books or the anime scenes are really cool. Uh, Lucy Liu, can we just talk about her for a second? Uh, yeah, we can. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's just uh, uh yes, but um, 
Oh, already. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, these films, I feel like everyone you talk to, like every bro dude on the street is like, oh, I love Kill Bill. So that's why I was really <laughs> so low. Um, but yeah, I love these movies, except for number two. It's not that great. I love the first one. I'll watch it and watch it and watch it. But yeah, that's my thoughts. Cat, uh, what do you think? I had it. My last one. Um, wow. Yeah, I, I really thought about it, too. And the reason why was mainly, like, exactly number two. Uh, number two didn't do it for me. Um, felt like it was a very... I don't know. I didn't like the ending. Um, I just... Um, I felt like all that buildup felt like just... I don't know. It felt... It felt... I felt weird. I don't know why. I was like, okay. I felt like I invested way too much time in this again. But it's not... It's the rewatchability for me. Um, mm-hmm. I mean... I see it all the time. Like, it's, like, exactly what Cece said. Like, most bro dudes are like, yeah, this is, like, my number, like, one Tarantino film. And it's like, there's others, and they don't even know it. But, um, (laughs) um, but the thing is, I just, you know, I just, I, it, it was one, I think it was my second, no, I think it was, like, my third or fourth Tarantino film I saw, um, mainly because, um, I was getting into his newer things beforehand. Um, and I don't know. I just, I remember watching it and just, okay, that was it. I just, I mean, that's how I felt. <laughs> and okay. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. I mean, you know, everybody's going to have different things. Uh, Andy. Yeah. Um, if you didn't have these, gr- I'd like to know what these would be if they weren't grouped together. Mm-hmm. Um, like I had it fourth and honestly, that's probably 80% of that is the first one. Cause I think the first yeah. one is that good. Right. Right. Um, if, if we would have separated these, I would have had killed bill volume one, even higher than fourth. Um, no, I, I think this is, he took another genre that being Kung Fu. Like mm-hmm. this is legit. I don't even think it's close, especially the first one. It's the best Kung Fu movie of all time. It is. There's no. It just is. It's like everything. Characters, writing of the characters, um, how it, how everything is shot. I love how that movie's shot too. They do a lot of cool shit in that. Um, mm-hmm. You get a lot more effects in that one than than a lot of other Tarantino films. Yeah. Um, so it's it's again him tackling a different genre, and mm-hmm. he he hits it out of the park for me. Volume two. I get why people don't really jive as much on volume two as volume one because i think the payoff's not there going back to what cat was saying i think yeah. why you don't want to rewatch it because it's like fuck man this payoff is not yeah like I, was... I, lo- I mean i loved one okay don't get me wrong I, sure it was really high like if we had to separate the films it would have been different yeah. like one would have been way higher than like sure. uh like probably for me it might have been just as tied as like pulp fiction or once upon a time but if you had to spoiler compare- your list. <laughs> well, no, no, no. You don't know it technically. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's your, true. Your you list. Know yeah. Yeah, might I know what you have up top, Kat. And I know <laughs> oh, what's going on now. <laughs> no. I- um. So my thing was, is um, I just like, if I really had to combine, I just felt like upset because well, cool. I invested all this time for that. That's really the gist of it for me was like, I loved one, but like, if I had to combine two, like just killed it for me. Like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Y'all don't like the, the, how it pays off at the very end. <laughs> I, 
I, I don't. I, once again, I guess I'm. I guess I'm. I'm, at, out again I'm actually this. no, Nico. I'm actually there with you. I actually enjoy Volume Two. I do a lot. Yeah, I, 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 actually, I do as well. I, I do as well. I mean, I, I, I had this fourth. <laughs> That's pretty. Yeah, odd. I have. The, I have these as equal to each other. I mean, sure. really, uh, for that and. Yeah, I mean, I definitely I I like how Volume Two ends. I think I think it's a great little bow on the franchise uh, for that, uh, for at least these two films. Uh, with there, uh, I will say that uh, this film does make me. I do have to look away sometimes during some scenes. <laughs> uh, sometimes I think I have like a strong enough stomach to watch some of these films, and then I'm like, oh no. Oh, you and I gotta watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part oh, Two, oh, Part Two from 1986. You, I think we'll get. You'll CC laugh. was telling me about this like stupid movie that somebody gets like split down <laughs> hey, the middle. No, it's not oh. stupid. Oh, it's Terrifier! It's yes. Terrifier! Yeah. Whatever that was. Nico's defense. Nico's defense. Terrifier is a little bit too brutal for me, honestly. If I'm being well, no, no, I know it was the whole point. Like, I guess we were we yeah. were doing the uh, the bracket episode. He was on our bracket episode. I think it sure. was right. No, it was. We were doing something. Oh, we yeah. were doing HHN um, things we wish would come to HHN. Right. Yeah. And I said terrible. <laughs> like that would never fucking happen. But and so poor Nico got spoiled about the me uh, little innocent Nico. It's like, oh, what's terrifier? Oh God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that one. <laughs> Oops. Um. But yeah, no, I got you. Though. This I I love that kind of stuff. See, I'm on the opposite spectrum. Like I love when yeah. Oren gets her head scalped and shit like oh it's cool shit uh but yeah brian you've been quiet oh i'm just uh (laughs) soaking up all the good vibes Uh um yeah i uh i kind of you know i see where everybody's coming from i had this ranked fourth as well um whoa brian you and i are the same person i see yeah i'm telling you man it's almost like we should make a podcast together um (laughs) but uh (laughs) yeah it's uh i think that uh I kind of I, I see where you're coming from. I guess maybe some would say the second installment isn't isn't all that great, but I actually really I really enjoy both of these movies a whole lot. I, same, uh, same. Yeah, I I, I, I I think the payoffs. Five. I just I do. I vibe with the shit. I really do. I think, and I do. I I see. I I agree with you, Andy. I think that the, the first one could very well be one of the greatest kung fu. He's ever fucking made. I mean, and, it's uh, up there. Uh, cra- it's you know, right up there with like Crouching Tiger, Tiger, man. I'm serious. Neither <laughs> do fucking as, is dude. as incredible as that film is. What would you rather watch, man? For fun, man. You I mean, be- for fun, I definitely rather watch Kill Bill. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Kill Bill. Kill Bill's a, that's a solid movie, man. Both of them. I really do. I enjoy both of these movies. I love Uma Thurman too. Though, man. Yes. Right. yes, she Uma is Thurman, so, so good in this. Yeah, these movies. Yes. Bro. This is peak Uma Thurman. This is probably probably her her best shit. The best shit we'll see from her, which is not not to say anything you know take anything away from her. She's fantastic. She's super talented. Yeah, but, uh, like, she owned this role. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's, it's, oh, yeah. it's unfortunate yeah. what happened to her in this movie. Oh yeah, she got hurt pretty bad. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Quentin's taking the blame for that a lot. Yeah. Of yeah. 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 But she, like Beatrix Kiddo, man, she's she is a, a badass icon, though. Like, mm-hmm. absolutely. Oh, big time. Yeah, like I had to throw that in there. Like, just thinking about it now, I'm thinking about the movies again. I'm like, damn, dude. Oh, it's epic shit. <laughs> yeah, I love uh, it, and it's it, so iconic. You know, the yellow suit and and all of that. It's mm-hmm. just you I'm see really, it everywhere. Uh, I'm really nope. proud of myself for walking out of House of the Dead to go see this. <laughs> Instead, I, I am too. <laughs> <laughs> Holy yeah. fuck. 
That's yeah. right. I think, to That's... think I almost watched House of the Dead, the yeah. Uwe, Uwe Boll masterpiece. Uh, as oh, Jesus Christ. Christ. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. Thank God. I changed my mind. Oh, all right. Well, we're going to move on to the next one. I know, Brian, unfortunately, you're going to be very upset with this. Oh, okay. Cat <laughs> uh, will be, too. Uh, number five, we have... Our most recent addition to his collection, mm. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Woo! Wow. Wow. I thought this was going to have more recency bias. Wow. Yeah. Well, think about it, guys. We only have four above it. So yeah. it, 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 it make, it's good where it is. Yeah. 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 It's in the middle. Yeah. Uh, Nico, what do you think? Uh, uh, fan, fantastic. This is where we really start to get into like, like the crown jewels of the yeah, Tarantino empire. Um, once upon a time in Hollywood, I, uh, it, it's, it's so funny cause we have seen movies that take place, uh, with the, uh, kind of like in the, in the nineties with there. And then we've had Westerns there, but it was funny to see him. Like he did like two Western movies in a row and now he's doing a movie about basically a guy who used to act in Westerns mm-hmm. and go through his story like that. Um, Absolutely fantastic. Uh, I'm really glad this didn't get... Because I unfortunately, I didn't get to see this in theaters. But I'm really glad oh. the ending didn't get spoiled for me. Uh, yeah. Because I was like, oh, it's the you know, it's the Charlie Manson story. And I'm like, oh, oh there's Sharon Tate. There. Oh, no. She's pregnant. Oh, no. And it's like every single time. I'm like, oh, no. And then it just completely turns. And like you, you get slapped in the face with that Fucking ending. Love it. Yeah, <laughs> the, the flamethrower in the pool. Oh my god. The last <laughs> marching minutes out. of this movie had me crying. I was laughing Oh so god. And yep. then uh, Dakota Fanning really fucking steals it oh uh, in, in, the, in the scene when they're driving up to the ranch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that, I was like, whoa, I, I hadn't felt like that watching a, like a, a regular movie in a long time. Um, <clears throat> just the way she was uh, acting in there. And, uh, just Brad Pitt looking so much like Robert Redford throughout the entire movie, absolutely stealing the show. He, he's he, I, uh, I think he is better in this than he is in Inglorious Bastards. I think so too. This is his yeah. role. This is, in my opinion, his my favorite role of his ever. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I. I think Leo DiCaprio's role is better in Django, but yes. Brad Pitt yeah. definitely is better in this one. So that's funny because uh, yeah, that's exactly how I feel. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is a uh, buddy movie, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. also yeah. a letter to ho- love letter to Hollywood. Uh, Absolutely, we have both of those elements. Uh, so that's what I really loved about it. I love their friendship. They have the best friendship ever. Um, I loved Dude. how. Go ahead. I was just gonna say Cliff Booth is is best friend best friend ever yeah right greatest best friend in the history of ever (laughs) he really is yeah and you know what i loved is how the media made you feel like it was gonna be a film fully focused on the charles manson murders but it really wasn't it was Mm -hmm. more of a background thing that happens in the movie see it was focused you know obviously on these on these guys and that's what i loved about it is that it kind of threw me for a loop when I went to go watch it. Um, and then it ended up just being such a fun film. Uh, just seeing these two vibe and their chemistry on screen is great. Um, but yeah, so I, 
it's funny because when I first watched it, I didn't know how to feel when I walked out of the theater. It was really weird. Usually with every Tarantino movie, like, I I love it. Like, I know what I feel about it right away, right? This one was different. Um, I had to watch it again to really realize, like, how much I truly loved it and, like, how to take it in. Um, I love what he does where he rewrites history. Um, that's what he did in this, and Glorious Bastards, you know, things like that. Um, cause basically he did more, he did a what if story at the end and, and I loved it so much. I thought it was fantastic. Margot Robbie was so adorable as Sharon Tate. I love mm-hmm. her as an actor. She's one of my favorites anyway. Um, but yeah, what, before I, before I stop talking, cause I'm talking a lot. <laughs> the interesting fact I found out before we started recording guys. Now you guys might know this, but I did not fucking know this. The woman who plays Leo's wife is Tarantino's wife. Wait, what? Really? Daniela Pick was her maiden name or her past name, and it's Daniela Tarantino. They got married in the 2018. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Because I was like, I looked up. Yeah, wait a minute. She must yeah. have cute feet. I was going to say that. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like her feet being licked, man. I mean, she's gorgeous. <laughs> I was surprised. I'm like, okay. All right, Tarantino. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's hey, babe. Good pictures morning. Up. Hey babe, come on. You wanna can I give you a foot wrap? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. You almost almost sounded like John S. Cunningham there. <laughs> almost. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think like he oh. really he really upped the feet game in this movie. Oh yeah. I think he knew people were saying that about him. He's like, <laughs> well, fine. Here you go. I'm gonna put him right on the glass. You like that? You like your dirty feet on the window? <laughs> Huh. Oh my god, he probably fucking did. 100%. Yeah. Oh, he's trolling. Every one of yeah. those shots of feet in this, absolutely. Mm-hmm. He's 100% fucking trolling. Yes. It's pretty, it's very funny. I like this movie too. I had a number three. I did. Wow. I had it high. And I think it's there's 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 a handful of reasons. It lo- I love how this movie looks. I'm going to say that about all his movies cuz all his movies look fucking great. They're just beautiful. Um but to me I you get some of the best performances out of uh, a lot of Tarantino movies that you'll see, and it starts with Brad Pitt and and Leo. I mean, they're both you you get both of their A game in this. It's my yeah. favorite. It's my favorite personal favorite Brad Pitt performance too. He he yep. owns this fucking role. Oh the, yeah, the Bruce Lee scene is just things. Oh, are, my, oh my god, god. Yes. it's, 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 it's yeah. fucking cinematic <laughs> gold right Dude, here. Yeah. The car. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so great. There's so many sequences <laughs> like that in this movie that are so memorable. Mm-hmm. And the thing that caps it off for me, I, well, before I get to that, one one little thing. This is one of my favorite written stories that that mm-hmm. he's ever done mm-hmm. i just i think this story is really really good and it, it critics were kind of mad on it at release like a lot liked it but it was uh it didn't get the usual it's kind of about funny you said cc when you walked out you like you didn't know what to say that yeah. was kind of the reaction from like people and i'm like man what did i miss here mm-hmm. um but uh what caps it off for me though outside the, of the writing is this quite possibly might be and probably is my favorite final act in any Quentin Tarantino movie. Oh, God, yes. yes. It's and oh, that's yeah. a lot. Oh, wow, yeah. Th- th- there are so many great final acts in, that he's done, but this one, my goodness, the way that he just goes back and changes that story and it's it's just it's hilarious to watch, it's beautiful to watch and and yeah, this is uh 
I really enjoy this movie. I've I've watched this movie probably like five times already. I'm not even bullshitting. I think I've watched it five times since it's released. I think I saw it three times in theaters. Yeah. Yeah, two or three great. times yeah it's so good yeah uh I'm trying to think who cat yes you want to talk about it um yeah i i think yeah this might be one of my favorite brad pitt movies of all time um i am cliff booth <laughs> i feel like i identify with him the most and i'm jake um, cahill <laughs> exactly and then like for instance like when he goes hey you're rick fucking dalton don't yes. Forget. Don't you forget? And it's like that's something some shit I would say to CC, or if CC say, "Hey, you're a good friend," I'll be like, "Apparently, I, I read, <laughs> I read that Brad can 100% ad lib that line too." Yes, I did. love that. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. He that's was awesome. just feeling his character, man. He, he was, really dude. Won. He was, man. He had so much fun playing him. You could really tell. Yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah, and then like when like he's on the roof and he's like. Yeah, I can see, like, you know, <laughs> like when he's reflecting on, like, the shit situation mm-hmm. of, and everything like that. Um, It's, like, and then plus, like, I have a soft spot because, like, I love dogs and I just love... Um, Brandy! Brand- yes, I love Brandy. She reminds me of... I think that's her real Brandy. name. Wait, no, was it? I think yeah, she kept Brandy. her same yeah. name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, she reminds me so much of one of Will's uh, late dogs that, like, when we first started uh, dating and, like like they're just such great animals and i just absolutely loved her and like the final scene with her just like i'm gonna fuck them up too <laughs> like, oh my it's, like God. it's like yes baby you you listen to papa and do what you gotta do to protect <laughs> papa baby <laughs> i love her I, just, I love her so yeah that's uh, i mean honestly yeah probably one of my favorite final acts of all like yeah of mm-hmm. all of tarantino's films i completely agree it's yeah. crazy man bedlam bedlam and I love the, oh. the relationship he has with the dog. Come on. It's oh fucking my God. amazing. No. It's like me and Lucky. Like, Lucky only listens to me half the time. <laughs> um, like, Lucky protects me in the bed. And, like, I have to tell him, come here, come lay down. And then, like, he'll listen to me perfectly. Uh, and whereas Will gets frustrated because he just, Will, he's like a grumpy old man with Will. So it's like, yep, it's just the loyalty and everything. And I just like, oh, my heart. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you brought up Brandy because I was about to randomly just jump in and be like, "Can we talk about the real MVP?" Yes, the <laughs> yeah. real, the real MVP. Yes, I love her. I, I would like to say one thing though, mm-hmm. uh, a little neg, uh, just a criticism about this. Uh, I wish he would have been a little bit harder on Roman Polanski. Sure, especially sure. since like yeah. he wanted to distance himself away from Harvey Weinstein. Uh, it it would have been nice mm-hmm. to see Polanski get murdered. Like instead yeah. of Sharon, I kind of thought like maybe that's what these, that's gonna happen next. That Polanski's gonna get murdered instead of Sharon Tate, <laughs> and like kind of I fantastic. thought that was gonna be that. And I was like, oh, that would be a fun way to like, you know, change Hollywood history yes. uh, that way. Which you know, maybe that, but I don't know. Maybe he se- separates art from artist, and he recognized that because he is mm-hmm. like a uh, director with that. But you know, I just wish we would have seen a little bit more of like how bad of a person roman plansky was all we sure. see him is it's just like uh i'm just like the short little director dude hey, that's me yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm a fucking yeah. chair day his austin powers outfits at the party yeah his fucking austin powers <laughs> outfit you're right that is kind of a missed opportunity that would have been hilarious to see yeah, yeah i would have i would have died laughing <laughs> yeah yeah 
Oh man. Uh yeah, I just this movie's so eerie too in a way. Especially yeah. when they're on Spawn Ranch. That's that's mm-hmm. the eerie part to me. Oh, so well, that's man. one of the things many, many things I love about the movie is it I keeps see- you it keeps your emotions all 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 wound yeah. up. You know, yeah. you don't because you don't at a first watch you just aren't exactly sure what you're gonna be getting. Exactly. I thought I love it was that feeling get- through this movie. I thought it was going to get scarier when he went mm-hmm. to go see George, uh, fucking Bruce Dern's character. Like, I was scared. I thought he was going to mm-hmm. walk into some shit or somebody was going to attack him. Like, because they, they set it up almost very, like, horror for a second. Like, he was just mm-hmm. walking through the house. And, oh, it's just, that scene's great, too. Yeah, like you said, Nico, that whole part is is wild. But, Yeah. That's once upon a time. Yeah. What number was that? What number was that? That was number five. So we're getting there. Yeah, that was my number one. Yeah, that I know. Was that's my why number I was one. Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I was wow. like, Brian's gonna be sad. <laughs> not, not sad by any means. Uh, because uh, obviously, like, hey, no losers here. These are all winners. Yeah, they're all winners. So they're yeah, I mean, winners. I I personally had it number one because I, in my opinion, very humble opinion, I genuinely think this is his masterpiece. I, I I do I I I mean a masterpiece of of masterpieces, yeah. You know because yeah. like, I just since he's I feel like he's never directed a bad movie. I mean shit. We look at some the greatest directors of all time. They've still made bad movies. Mm-hmm. Fucking Spielberg directed Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. He did. <laughs> I know, that's that's I mean, not as bad as nineteen forty two. I have to out myself. That's the only Indiana Jones movie I've seen. Oh really. Yeah. You watched the worst one. That's great. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> That's great. But to be fair, until recently, I was a huge Shia LaBeouf fan. But unfortunately, yeah. I am not anymore. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, all right. So the next one again, I'm very shocked again because another. This is one of those other ones you walk up to somebody on the street. They know this film. Uh, you guys know. Everybody knows this film. Number four. Pulp Fiction. Wow, that's where I had who it on my gasped? list. Mm. Who just gasped? Was that, that Andy? W- that would have been me. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we knew that was Andy. <laughs> wow. Uh, Andy, why don't you take it away? Um, yeah, this is my number one. Um, mm-hmm. Probably a lot of nostalgia there, sure, for yeah. for, for sure. But um, one of the earliest memories I have of this movie, this movie taught me something. This movie taught me very, at, uh, I was probably about 13, 14. I, I worked at my dad's video store at this time when it first came out on video. And I remember some dude brought this thing back and said on the counter, goes, stupid thing didn't make any sense. John Travolta was <laughs> fucking alive and dead and he's back alive. What the fuck? And like, <laughs> <laughs> that's too funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. And me, meanwhile, 13 or 14 year old me had already like, you know, been into movies and films and shit like that. And, this movie taught me that intelligent people or non-intelligent people are are not going to get it at all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that I that I realized that there's a lot of dumb motherfuckers who watch movies. Um, yeah, yeah. That was that was when I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, you're dumb. But anyway, there was neither pulp nor fiction anywhere in here. <laughs> I was expecting more pulp. (laughs) Pulp fiction was neither pulp nor fiction. Discuss. So I I, wanted extra pulp. (laughs) Where are the juicy bits? I need them. Yeah, it's it's my number one. We what? what, This is number four, right? Correct. It's my number number two. 
Okay, uh, yeah. I put it at number four. So okay, it's right nice, on my list. nice. Yeah, for me, like Brian just called uh, 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 "Once Upon a Time in Hollywood" his masterpiece. To me, this is still kind of his masterpiece. Very fair. Uh, mm-hmm. um, okay. This is one of the more entertaining original screenplays or stories you will ever fucking read in your life. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I mean, got him the Oscar for it for this yeah. one, and. It's still, wow, it's a different time, and a lot of the dialogue definitely wouldn't hold up well today. I feel like this still stands as just one of the more just gritty, Mm kind of strange, and just unique movies that you can find, especially from the decade of the 90s. This is def. What a year for movies, by the by the way, this year. Mm-hmm. This year, Shawshank yeah. Redemption, uh, uh, Forrest Gump, uh, we're all re- Pulp Fiction, all released mm-hmm. in the same year. I wouldn't. What is Wait. it? Ninety four. Yeah, ninety four. Okay. Yeah, okay. definitely. Um, but uh, yeah, no. I'll this disagree is... about Forrest Gump, but uh, oh, I'll debate you <laughs> on that. Story. Story. Oh <laughs> my god, story. you want to talk about beautiful score and cinematography? That is you might that... you might be older than me because like people. I actually, I, I, that's the yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be forty this year. You. I'll be forty. Okay, this you'll year. be forty this year. Okay, yeah, so that makes yeah. a little bit more sense. So I'm 28. Yes. Yeah. So I, I'm not yeah, a big fan of Forrest. When's the last time you watched Forrest Gump? When's the last time you? Watched uh, I watched it uh, when it was when they talked about it on Blank Check. So about a couple months ago. A couple months okay. ago. So it was recent. Okay. All right. Yeah. Another, another show. Another. I don't. Show. I hate. I hate boomer porn. Sorry. Back to <laughs> the opposite of boomer porn. Uh, yes. No. But Paul. Yeah. It's. It, it's. It. It always has been my favorite Tarantino film. I. I just. There's so many things I like about it, and it, it's really mostly the story and just mm-hmm. how unique and inter- fucking entertaining it is. And. Yeah. And, and honestly, J- Travolta and Sam Jackson are fucking amazing in this movie. <laughs> yep. uh, oh, God. I, my goodness. Jules is one of my favorite characters of any fucking movie of all time. Ever. Yeah, Jules fucking is ever. <laughs> Jules is incredible. So, yeah, uh, this is my favorite. Great film. Awesome. I wanted to let Andy have his soapbox moment. Uh, <laughs> um, I guess I'll jump in real quick. Um, so... I don't want to say this because I know I'm going to get some hate. I don't even want to use that term. I was going to say overrated. It's really not. It's not. Don't don't. But but it is because I feel like you ask anyone if they have heard of a Tarantino film, they're going to say Pulp Fiction. And I feel like a lot of people like beat this movie, like beat a dead horse, I guess, uh, this movie a lot um, just because I feel like they haven't branched out to watch a lot of his other stuff. Um, I'm not saying anything against the movie at all. Absolutely love the movie. It has so much rewatchability. I'll watch it anytime, any day. Um, <clears throat> as Andy mentioned, one of the most unique stories, uh, films, period. Um, dialogue is interesting. <laughs> it's great. Hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Uma too. The My fucking God. tomato joke. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love the tomato joke. Um, I love... I want a real life Jackrabbit Slims, please. Somebody open one. I need to go. Um, <laughs> the music is great. Actually, Kat and I just went to a used record store uh, a couple days ago and I picked up the album on CD and I was very happy. It was only like $4. Uh, and you have it on vinyl, don't you? 
Um, I think I do, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. I, I just, the soundtrack is fantastic. Yeah. The most of his great. soundtracks are, actually. I have most of them on my computer um, from just collecting them over the years. But um, I didn't mean to, like, put a bad taste in anybody's mouth at the beginning of that. I didn't mean to really say that it was overrated. I just... I just wish people would look past this movie and see that he has other gems. I know you guys don't feel that way, but other people. Um, but yeah, I, you can't beat this movie. It's it's so great. And I just love how it jumps around. Um, I, that actually keeps my attention personally. But uh, yeah, I'm going to let somebody else take over. Well, um, it is the most... Sorry. No, <laughs> it is good. probably the most influential uh sure. thing and, he's ever made and i get that. and it's so cool to see like how many oh excuse me how many things uh came after this that have you can clearly see that they wanted to make their own pulp fiction mm-hmm. um and for that i mean no it's not his best work in my opinion but i mean it's pulp it's pulp fucking fiction right <laughs> like, and that's how i feel at the you end can't of the say day. much more than that yeah 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 <laughs> Did you want to say more on that since you're since you're there? I'm trying to get rid of my hiccups, so oh, no, 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 I got worries. hiccups oh, in the middle of that sentence. Cat, <laughs> I'll, I'll jump in if that's okay. Brian, Brian, go oh, ahead. Brian, I'm the, too. Because I want to <laughs> piggyback on something you said, CC, when you were talking sure. about how everybody just kind of goes, "Ooh, Pulp Fiction," flexing on on their Tarantino knowledge or proving their lack thereof. Sometimes, mm-hmm. if there ever was a reason to not like. Uh, or movie or to like a movie less anyway it's always the fan base <laughs> oh exactly it's because that, it's because of that that ku basketball is the most hated and <laughs> basketball <laughs> team of all time you know so this this movie but pulp fiction is kind of the ku basketball of tarantino's resume yeah, because yeah. it's the one that put him on the map easily you know i mean it, it, it blew it made him a household name in Hollywood, and uh, there's obviously a reason that it did that too, though. So that's why it's kind of mm-hmm. easy to maybe look at this movie and say, uh, "Oh, you know, it's 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 a it's quote unquote it's a little overrated." Mm-hmm. It's not overrated. I think it's I think what the problem is is sometimes it's overappreciated by the wrong sure. people. <laughs> yeah, no, and that's what so, I mean by that. Yeah, I didn't really mean to meant. call it that. Yeah, yeah, I just, yeah, I love it. But it's, a, but it's a masterpiece. It is. It is. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a damn near a masterpiece. Pretty is. much a perfect movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cat. So, like for me, I I love the film. Um, I do understand Uh-oh. what Cece's saying. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's nothing negative. <laughs> nothing negative because Jules is also one of my favorite characters. I mean, come on. Oh man, I shot Marvin in the face. Like, <laughs> what? what, what <laughs> goddamn time. Vincent <laughs> when he says that, holy shit. <laughs> Oh man! Like it's like it's like no, you just like you just murdered this dude and you blew his brains out in the back of the car. Like it's like as if like he made like the smallest mistake, but he really didn't. Um, and then it also like I felt like it pays homage to like Reservoir Dogs a little bit and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And like I just oh, yeah. I just love the film and like it's so it, it is unique. But I understand what Cece's saying because honestly, if I were to go ask like somebody on the street or anything like that it's yeah oh pulp fiction is like oh i i know pulp fiction and it's like it's like yeah but do you like know his other stuff too like he you know you want to like also like educate but also like you know you know that it's the fan base doing it so yeah 
it's overappreciated, as yeah. uh, Brian said. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I will say it has one of the most memorable scenes, and probably in the his- in cinematic history, whether you like it or not. And it's this the you know the rape of of Ving Rhames and all that that whole scene, the yeah. pawn shop scene. That that scene is. Like I said, whether you like it or not, you're gonna remember that scene when you saw this movie. This you're you'll true. you're never gonna forget that scene as long as you live because yeah. it's it's disturbing. Like I, mm-hmm. I with the with this music that's going on in that in, mm-hmm. in that scene, the fucking my, gimp. God. Yeah, the gimp. And then they they they, they pan over. You got, you got Zed and Maynard, Ugh. the pawn shop owner. I know. You know the pawn shop owner, Maynard, in that scene, he was one of my acting teachers for like two really? years. Yes. Oh, wow. Dwayne Whitaker's his name. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's wild. Uh, yeah. So it's I that's an, another reason that movie is it's just well, like I said, whether you like that scene or not, mm-hmm. how you appreciate that scene, you will never forget that. It, it'll no, stay won't. with you. Yeah. My favorite part about that is fucking Bruce Willis coming back in with the oh, guitar and shit. Oh, the payoff. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, that's the thing. And that's why that scene's so fucking brilliant because it, right. it, it, it is dark. It is disturbing. It does make us angry when we watch it. You know, we want to jump in there and fucking beat the shit out of Zed, you know? Mm-hmm. But the payoff in that scene is fucking classic and it's fucking Bruce Willis. That's another reason I love it because someone who's probably not the greatest, easiest guy to work with, or even the greatest guy who knows, but he was an eighties action star that I grew up loving. And it's cool to see him in this movie. And I'll tell you, he's fucking really good in this too. Bruce. He's fantastic in this. I I love him in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. You get good. See, this is, this is really, see, I, while this one, may not have the budget of a once upon a time in Hollywood. Nowhere near. Um, I really feel Quentin directs his ass off in this movie, man. Yeah. I, you oh, know, yeah. A big thing about this movie, too, is the characters. They're so unique. and so recognizable. Yes. Uh, and that's a great, a great aspect of this film, too. Uh, yeah. But Nico, did you want to talk a bit more now? Uh, yeah, now that I finally got yeah. rid of those. Uh, it was funny when you were saying like, oh yeah, the most memorable scene. I'm like, oh, he's going to talk about the hula burger scene. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh wait, no, you're talking about this one. Yeah. Oh my God. Because there is so many things like that. There is yeah. that. Uh, Christopher Walken's character, where he comes oh in and he's God. like, oh, oh my no, God. I get a watch on my ass. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I love that you know, scene. So... Um, I just want to like ask everyone a question here. Do you think that this is the best movie that didn't win Best Picture of all time? Um, yeah, there's a lot up there. Um, I'll tell no. you, p- probably not. But one that okay. I here's the thing: it'd be up there. But you know what's ironic? The one that I, I think one of the, the best films of all time, not to win Best Picture, is Shawshank Redemption, and. Mm-hmm. This came out the same year, but I would put both of those movies in that conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Th- th- this movie is that good. I mean, this is one of the most it's, masterful films of all time. It, it the, might the be best, very, you know, like I think it is. Probably the best independent movie ever made. Yes. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, God, I'm trying to yes. think of like what other like things should be considered independent movie because this was definitely made way outside of the studio. Yeah, how would you like to see Pulp Fiction with an eighty million eighty eighty million dollar budget? I would. I don't think I would I like it. No. No, I just want to see what it looked like. I just want to <laughs> see it. But at the same time, I I agree with you guys. But it's 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 yeah. 
yeah, this this movie's so fucking good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it really freak. is. Um, to answer your question, Nico, I want to double check something. I might come back to it because I have to research real quick on the whole best picture thing. Uh, give me a second. Does anybody else, if you want, somebody else wants to talk for a second at all about any last words on Pulp Fiction? It's a pretty good movie. <laughs> Fuck, I'm trying to find this fucking It's thing. a very swell movie, folks. It's one of the It's so gritty. It's uh, it so did resurrect uh, John Travolta's career, pretty much. Oh, yeah, exactly. 100%. Yeah, I mean, he was pretty much. Yeah. Okay. It brought Samuel L. Jackson on the map. Oh, I mean, he, we already yeah. saw him in Jurassic Park, and he had a great role there, but I mean. Nowhere near. Yeah, basically, yeah. one of the leading men in this movie. I mean, I know there really isn't a true lead in this film, right? But he steals the show. Oh, absolutely, yeah, he does. absolutely He's great. Okay, so I found out what movie I feel like, and it's more recent though. I could go back in the annals of history and probably find others, but uh, one that I feel like should top this personally is Get Out. I feel like mm, that should yeah. have won Best Picture. Uh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say Joker. No. <laughs> oh god no <laughs> <laughs> no i'm good parasite da, da, was fantastic da, da, hey <laughs> oh all right moving on we're getting to the nitty-gritty here guys we're on number three. we've really kind of was... been in the nitty-gritty since i know for eight. a while right <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to, i'm starting to look what haven't we said yet i'm like what is happening Okay. Right, well, this I'm was scared. the Teddy tiebreaker, actually. So you guys can blame Teddy. Uh, number four and number three was the Teddy tiebreaker. So Teddy leaned more towards, and I'm happy and proud of him for this. Number three is Reservoir Dogs. That's my number three. That's my number mm-hmm. two. That's my number yeah. two. Yep. Yeah. I have it in middle six. Okay. That's fair. Okay. No judgment here. I'm not judging you, fam. This is... These it's are hard. amazing. These are yeah. It's really difficult. I changed mine fifteen times, and now yeah, I want to change it. No, I'm dead. I'm dead ass. I want to change it again. Like yeah. that's because I don't have really too many gripes with him. As Mm-mm. you know, um, it's because I just I love his films, and so it's like I really am totally agreeance with Brian. The there are no losers here. Yeah, like not much is separating these movies from one yeah. to eight, you know, <laughs> I mean, right. you know, everybody lists can feel different. You know, some people might say, well, there's a little more separating mine, but at the end of the day, I just, I, like I said, just, these are all pretty fucking good movies, man. <sighs> yeah. Um, so I'll start if you don't mind. Uh, mm. This is my number two. Uh, it's almost my number one it flip-flops with my number one but the reason my number one is there is because of another reason so i'll tell you guys that later but um this was his baby okay so can we talk about that you know i mean this is so good for being someone's first fully written and directed film um it has so much grit to it as well because it was in the 90s yeah yep and like you said with pulp fiction this has that same uh grittiness to it so i really enjoy that um i just love the whole story of the bank heist and just the characters in this are great as mm-hmm. well even though yeah. they're just no name well not necessarily no name but you know they go by you know the colors and that type of thing um to to keep themselves um anonymous from each other um but the characters are just so fantastic especially tim roth in this mm-hmm. film mm-hmm. uh he's probably my favorite him and carvey Kittel, 
their dynamic to me is perfect. Um, I just love <laughs> fucking dying. Oh my god, that's because that's me. I would be him. I'd be screaming in the back of the car. Cat would be Mister White. Yeah, trying to tell me to chill the fuck out. I'm telling like, you who I am. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like and okay. Again, we want to talk iconic scenes, guys. The beginning scene at the fucking restaurant. Yep. I will mm-hmm. let Cat go into that in a minute because I know she has something she loves about that. But I just Tarantino's in this as well. He's a. This is. I feel like this is his one of his longer roles mm-hmm. uh, in in one yeah. of his films too, which makes me happy. He's not the best actor, but it makes me happy to see him in this. Um, He's I actually just still done. He's great. That's true. Him. He is. Yeah. He is, yeah. But play, in, playing the creepy fucking oh brother. Yeah, of course he is. Of course he is. He writes. When, I feel like he knows what he's capable of in front of a camera. So he writes when he writes it perfectly for what he knows he can do. I at mean, least. So, yeah. have you heard that accent so, in Django? Though I don't know. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love seeing him in this as Mr. Brown. He's like it's too close to Mr. Shit. Like, oh my god, I love him. <laughs> um, I actually found at a convention, and I was very happy. Uh, Mr. Brown action figure. Uh, I'm not quite sure what the size is, but I have it, and I love it. Um, I was very happy to get that. Because they had some of the other guys, but I was like, I have to get the one that's supposed to, supposed to be Tarantino. I was like, I have to. Um, so I have that. That's one of my most prized possessions. I also have uh, a friend got me a Reservoir Dogs steel book that also comes with shot glasses. So I also have that. Um, this movie was just very inspirational to me. Uh, another reason. I'm sorry. I'm going to talk for a minute because, <clears throat> again, this is my number two. I actually went to sleep one day watching this movie and in my dream i dreamt up an entire beginning plot of a screenplay and i actually started writing it that year around the same time it's never been finished it's horrible because it hasn't been touched in years um but it was just so much was happening in my dreams because that movie was on so that's another reason why I love this movie and I hold such a high sentimental value to it is because something was going on in the scenes of the movie that kind of escaped as my dream. And uh, so for me, as a person who wants to be in film and entertainment, uh, that means a lot to me. So I just wanted to talk about that. Um, but yeah, let's hear from somebody else. Uh, Kat, actually, because I know you wanted to talk about the beginning scene. So, I mean, the beginning scene for me, it, it, it's, that's what it gets me. Like, the whole arguing over, <laughs> like, he's giving, like, the facts about, you know, Madonna's song, Like a Virgin. I got and, Madonna's like, coming out of my dick or whatever. What I, got, I got Madonna's, like, dicks, big dicks coming out of my, out left, of my left ear. ear. <laughs> and I got, <laughs> and then I love Steve Buscemi. He's, like, one of my favorite actors um i mean like i just love him um and he um like you know him saying like oh i don't tip because society (laughs) because because society tells me i have to and like the whole arguing over tipping and then him talking about i'm just like i'm mr white in this scene (laughs) like (laughs) i really am i'm just like over here like i'm like over it like this one wants, you know, he can't find like this name on the book. And, you know, it's like too much is going on at once for me to like, and it's also like my ADD. So it's like, cool. Um, like I would totally sympathize with Mr. White in the situation. And then, I mean, I just love, why, why is, 
why am I Mr. Pink? Like, <laughs> like <laughs> and the questioning behind it. And I just overall, like, yeah, it would definitely be me. <laughs> Cece's bleeding in the back. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm over here spilling, like, you know, the beans. I'm like, who I am. So, you know, like, um, I just, I mean, honestly, it, it is like my number two. It is just an awesome film and like mr blonde also like like i mean madsen baby michael is just great and i just i I have no gripes with it i have no gripes with the film whatsoever yeah yeah so um my only thing i would say is it is a little raw and that's because again it's his baby and that's why i love it though i love it because you can tell the passion is there Mm um but yeah andy uh no I I think this is a '90s classic movie. He's got he's got he's got a few of those. <laughs> he's got a few. <laughs> um, yeah he's he's got a, he's got a couple at least two from every decade it seems. Um no this is uh, yeah this is what started it all and I like CC said the grittiness to this same a lot of the same elements I love in Pulp Fiction I love here too. Um, mm-hmm. Really, the the I I I like him almost. I like. Here's the thing. These this, this is why this was so weird ranking these movies. Because really I like all his movies pretty damn equal. At least mm-hmm. I'll tell you this: about five, about five or so, six, probably about six of his films. I like pretty damn equal, <laughs> mm-hmm. and they're they're all just I love. And this is just one of them. I think I had this at six, and yeah, this is a lot of memorable stuff. Uh, Michael Madsen's great in this too. You're mm. shouting at actors. He's another scene. Uh, uh, yeah, he steals the scene in the his interrogation. Um, <laughs> he steals the show, man. For me, uh, with that scene, that's wow. He was just, I guess, a lot, again, a lot of it was ad libbed from him in that scene, and he's brilliant. Oh, cool it. to know that. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's brilliant in that. Yeah, this really is, is. Yeah, this is one of the. This is probably. I've not. I would never think to do it because it's just silly. But this would probably top him, crack the top ten of my f- top ten favorite '90s films for sure. Oh yeah, it, mm-hmm. it would easy actually, easily. Yeah. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, wake the fuck up! <laughs> I heard you talking back there. Yeah. Um. You know, whenever you hear the song "Stuck in the Middle with You," what do you think of? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah exactly oh, literally yes i do yeah <laughs> just uh uh and that is such like because he was so poor when he made this movie he didn't oh, know God. how to like show how to do the, the cutting scene so instead it's like oh i'm just gonna pan the camera away to this like little part of the room <laughs> it's such a great I, that's such a that's such a great moment that he really understands film. Like he, he understands like what the power of a movie is and you can see it throughout here. Uh, this is definitely an unpolished version of Pulp Fiction, Mm -hmm. uh, where you see a lot of the elements come in there through that. Um, but yeah, absolutely fantastic cast. Uh, it's very funny that, and I was looking this up, uh, just to confirm this. Uh, do you know what movie came out one week before this? True, Mar- True Romance, wasn't it? Uh, no, Glen Gary, Glenn Ross, oh, which is oh, basically, wow. yeah. which these two movies are the same side of, are different two sides of the same coin. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that kind of revolve around that, like you know the the all male cast. No offense, uh, with, it, <laughs> surrounded by uh, a robbery that takes place that we never see, true. and yes. it's amazing to see that these two films 
are they basically take a similar story and they're done in two completely separate ways. Mm-hmm. While Glengarry Glenn Ross sticks, takes a story and kind of does it. was like, Oh, we're going to let the actors kind of like do that. And we're going to stage it like a play somewhat. Quentin Tarantino was like, no, this isn't a play. This is a goddamn movie. And then he <laughs> sets it up and he sets it. So so many different <laughs> scenes and he does that and he just runs through it. And I was thinking about, it, I was like, yeah, I think I do like this movie better than I do say other movies that are similar to this, like Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, uh, mm-hmm. through there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's definitely one of the better gangster movies ever made. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That way. For sure. I mean, it's, I know yeah, you're big on those. There, yeah. I, <laughs> there's a it lot of layers in this for a gangster movie, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of layers yes, to it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love nice guy, Eddie too. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> the whole cast is He's great. Roth's, Roth is really phenomenal. Is. The Love Mexican this. standoff is just fantastic. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Brian, what do you think? Yeah, uh, I don't really need to say much more. Y'all pretty much really <laughs> said anything. I mean, I honestly like the only thing I could say is I, it's it's probably my favorite my favorite Harvey Keitel performance. Yeah. Yes. He's yeah, fucking awesome. Absolutely. In this movie. I don't know. So Taxi Driver is pretty pretty wild too. Yeah. But... Yeah. Obviously, but yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, golly, this. And, and uh, to go back to saying uh, it's one of the best gangster movies ever made, and it's and it's because it's one of the best is because of what Andy said the the layers that are in the story you don't get that from a lot of like typical gangster movies, mm-hmm. um, and uh, the the focus on the on 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 the characters in this is so much different than a lot of that. But um, yeah, this is such a really unique unique film in the in the sense that it was a, a genuine peak. At to what Tarantino was capable of, um, because he's, in my opinion, I this I had this high, I had this number three, yeah, um, and uh, but I just feel like he's taken this and evolved so much as a storyteller, and uh, it was already there, you know, his his capabilities were already there, so the polish he didn't need much <laughs> in my opinion, yeah. he just got uh-huh. he just yeah. kept getting, a lot. in my opinion a lot of ways better, obviously, but this obviously is still one of them, I mean shit, like I said, I had a number three so, so yeah. fucking good so I feel like this good. movie is severely underrated um, yeah. I don't think people talk about it enough, I agree exactly, yeah, so they don't. if you're listening and you've never watched this movie please do yourself a favor mm-hmm. or if you have seen it and it's been years please rewatch it I think it's on Peacock, but I'm not it's sure So great. I think you're right, I think it is yeah, I think it's on Peacock because I think yeah. I saw it last year on Peacock I but think so and again, I don't know um, I have, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's just, please I, I beg of you, this movie is just so good and it's, again, not talked about enough and, uh it's great, uh, but yeah. until I continue, until I keep talking about that all day, because I will, because <laughs> uh, they even talk about Pam Greer in that movie in the car. Yeah, <laughs> like, yep. oh, I love that scene too. Oh man, it's just so great. Um, and then, oh, I wanted to tell say something. So you know, this generation is used to hearing, um, fuck, what's the song? Oh my god, Blue Suede. I can't think. Um, Blue Suede is the band. Hooked on a feeling. Yes. Yeah. Everyone knows that from Guardians, right? But mm-hmm. I know that from Reservoir Dogs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's, Very that's, nice. That's yeah, a real fun little factoid. If you want to look up one of the worst or craziest music videos in the history of ever, look up Hooked on a Feeling by David Hasselhoff. 
Oh God! Yeah. Uh, yeah. Classic. Well, he, covered, he covered that shit in the nineties, and it's all sorts of oh, awful. No. <laughs> Huge in Germany. Huge. <laughs> so awful that it's great. It's what, it's what brought down the wall, baby. Well, um, I'm gonna take a hard pass, but thanks. No, don't, don't take a hard pass. Don't take it. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Cat, it feels good. After yeah. a while. I'm gonna. Uh, if I'm gonna be crying fetal position in the corner, having no, nightmares, perhaps. Uh, okay. Yeah, just, you know what? It feels good you know after what? the first. I trust you. I trust you. Yeah. I'll do it. Cat, did I ever give you a copy of this movie? No, I didn't pick it up from you. No. I have about three copies of this on DVD, guys. I'm a weirdo. I found it in a thrift store, okay? You're I had not, to buy it. You're not a weirdo. Uh, <laughs> all right, so let's move on from Reservoir Dogs. Uh, Next! Into, <laughs> yep. <laughs> We're going to move into Nazi Germany with the Inglorious Bastards. Number oh, two, huh? I will talk about this movie forever, too. But I'll let someone else start this time. Anybody want to start? Um... I guess I will since it's, okay. my, Go for it. <laughs> it's my number one. Um, and it's solely because of the story and everything. I am um, yes. I am very uh-huh. into World War II um, history. Ah. Um, and my family has served, of course. Um, I had a great uncle in World War II. He was a flamethrower on Normandy um, and everything like that. My brother and I have mapped out each of our relatives' journey and everything like that. Uh, through ancestry um so it's cool and that's why i absolutely love this film because of like i mean the setting the story everything like it and then like it's bone chilling like the beginning scene is just you're like you have anxiety no one can't have anxiety just watching that like and her hiding and everything like that and how cold of a person um what do you call it um oh my god what is his name Oh, Hans Landa? Hans or... Landa, thank you. Yeah. Hans, like, and how, like, you know, um, and then, of course, I think, I, I mean, I love uh, Brad Pitt. Uh, Brad Pitt is uh, Lieutenant Aldo, Aldo Ray. Aldo Ray. <laughs> yep, exactly, exactly. And, like, and then Eli Roth. And, and yeah. it's just, like, yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Johnny Donowitz. Johnny Donowitz. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It just makes me think whenever I hear like that accent or whatever, I just think of uh, what do you call it? Oh, uh, like uh, Donna from uh, <laughs> Will oh, Nets God. character. Yeah. yeah, I just think uh, I like, call me Mima. <laughs> like I don't know why. I just like I always laugh. But anyway, um, I just absolutely love that film and like you know how it it, it demonstrates a lot of history, even though he rewrote history, obviously in the film. Um, and I like the take on it, of course. Um, mm-hmm. and I just like, you know, like what could have been as well. Um, like just like once upon a time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and that's what I think I love about it, um, the most. And then also it's one of my passions I like to do on the side and like research and things like that. Uh, as well as like, you know, the Titanic, but still, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's one of my nerdy things and that's why it made number one. And I mean, I just can't hate that film at all. Um, at all yeah so, yeah right. absolutely. yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah i mean this is my number one tarantino mm, film sure. uh this is also his funniest film yes mm, thank yeah. you yeah this, yeah, this movie is a comedy oh, yeah. <laughs> first and foremost this movie is a comedy i speak most italian <laughs> yeah it it is so every every single scene is great there's there's a joke all over the the movie mm-hmm. uh Maybe with the exception of the first scene, because the first scene yeah. is extremely chilling. And, 
you know, for a lot of people, this is the first time almost anybody has seen Christoph Waltz. Yeah. And you see yes. this guy walk in here and you automatically know that this guy's a fucker. And <laughs> yep. it's and just starting with such a clean slate with Christoph Waltz, his performance in this is probably the best performance I have ever seen any actor play in any movie. I know that is a humongous statement to say, but I mean, what other actor can speak multiple languages throughout there, have that grinning smile where he's an actor basically playing an actor Mm -hmm. throughout the whole thing? Because he's like, you know, having to like lie to people and do Mm -hmm. all of his dirty shit that he has to do throughout the whole thing. (laughs) It is... I mean, this came out at the right time for me, so I fell in love with it, and every single little scene is about it. Uh, every time I eat strudel, I always need to make yes. sure I eat the cream. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. the cream. Uh, with that, uh, Michael Fassbender. Oh, yeah. Every oh scene God, that he's man. in. Yeah, I have. I love Michael Fassbender and anything oh, that he does. Archie. Uh, he is so good in that. Uh, the... Uh, the heads up game uh, that they play, yes, or yes. I forget, I forget what the exact name of that game is, but that scene in the basement is so good. And I have always been scared. From there on, I used to do three like that with the three fingers up. Mm-hmm. From there on out, after you see that movie, I always do it with the thumb out now, right? Because uh, because of that, um, yep. I I can't say a single bad thing about it. There's no bad thing about this movie uh, whatsoever. I can't I can't find a flaw in it it's another uh, tarantino is, masterpiece man. this is probably yes, the yes. best mike myers uh performance oh, yeah, I, oh yes. I was gonna just say i was gonna follow up with that exactly <laughs> like i was like when i first saw it i'm like michael myers <laughs> oh he is so damn good in this like he needs to be he needs to be in more small roles like that i think it would be fantastic and it's so funny to see uh how would tarantino make a a 40s war film like mm-hmm. uh, like all the ones that we, I can't think of one right now like, like South Pacific like what if he made South oh, Pacific oh god <laughs> uh, and he just went and created this no pun intended glorious film <laughs> which I think still holds up to this day yep. uh, because you know everybody hates Nazis and stuff like that <laughs> um, <laughs> Makes me want to rewatch it now. Make, yeah, you always want to rewatch it uh, as often as you can. Like I said, this is my favorite movie of Quentin Tarantino, and this actually might be my favorite movie of, of all time. Oh shit! Awesome. Yeah. This would be that. Yeah. It definitely is my yeah, best yeah. actor performance. Movie. Movie. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, that's great. This might be my favorite movie my of all time. I cannot me. say enough good things about Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I can talk about this movie all fucking day too. <laughs> um, can we talk about it? Moved. Most people are Andy. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> can we talk about how most people know Daniel Bruhl as Baron Zemo, but uh, we know him from Inglorious Bastards as a prick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. So that was oh. great. I loved him in this movie. Uh, Shoshana was is absolutely beautiful. I yeah. love her and Marcel. Melanie does such a good yes. job. Yeah, they're great. Um, the, the ending scene with her and the... And the yes. Epic. It's, so, it's mm-hmm. beautiful. Oh, it's gorgeous. It is Epic. absolutely beautiful. Cat people playing while she's getting ready. Yep. Oh my god. Yeah. I just love that. The, just her makeup and her... Oh, the colors are just beautiful. Um, 
I would go as boldly as to say as this. Wow, that didn't make sense grammatically, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would boldly say the intro scene to this film is yes. the best intro in the entire movie history to me personally. <laughs> I, I would, yeah, I would agree with that. Literal perfection. It is. Even though I shouldn't say literal, because oh. again, I'm being grammatically incorrect, but it is, it is great. Um, sh- chills down my spine just thinking. Exactly. Like, right now, I, I have goosebumps reflecting on that beginning scene. And I know. It's like, and then it's like just so powerful because, like, I've read the horror stories of what mm-hmm. hap- had, you know, I and you, you get into it and you, you, you know, actual survivor um, accounts of it, and it's just like it's so powerful. And then how he wrote it, so powerful, almost to mirror that fear and very real fear of hiding and her just running and running and like you know mm-hmm. yelling her name and it's just like it's beautiful yeah and- i would actually say too because i love christoph waltz uh he does such a fantastic job but you know who actually scares me more than him it's the guy who played the i can't even say this word sturmbannfuhrer uh dieter hellstrom the guy from the bar oh um the asshole in the movie yeah one of the biggest assholes in the movie at least the guy who fucks with fassbender in them uh he terrifies the fuck out of me i don't know what it is about him Uh he just looks scary he's menacing every time he's on the screen he actually scares me more than hans landa does but um so he does a great job obviously of scaring me um fassbender like you said love it that whole scene is iconic Almost just as iconic as the beginning scene. I feel like those are the two, my two favorite scenes of the film. Uh-huh. Um, the fucking say Alvita Zane to your Nazi balls. Oh, yep. so great. So great. <laughs> <laughs> um, Diane Kruger, too. Like her whole thing with the fucking shoe. Yeah. That shit is terrifying, bro. Did you know that was Tarantino's hands? Yeah. That choked her yeah. out. Yeah, oh, because no, I did not know that. Christoph did, or, yeah, Christoph didn't want to do it, so Tarantino decided he'd do it. Oh. Uh, so yeah um this is this is a masterpiece. bojack wasn't available sorry <laughs> this, yeah this, it is. this is a masterpiece in my opinion and it's, it's overlooked way too much yeah to go what uh yeah it's another tarantino masterpiece to play off what nico said christoph waltz performance in this 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 is probably i would probably say this is my favorite or i think it's the best performance of any actor in any quentin tarantino movie yes yeah. Really? I don't yeah. know. He, he won an Academy Award for this. So. Yeah, he's pretty damn good in this. And mm-hmm. the, the open in this, one of the best I've ever seen in a Tarantino film. Um, and Eli Roth is fucking hilarious in this, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, oh, God. Yeah. I, mean, I just, yeah, I love him. Fuck a duck. Dude. It, <laughs> God, I love him, dude. It, it, it's so cool to see him have a significant on screen role in a movie like this, in a Tarantino film like this. He's pretty good. He's fun. He's crazy in this, man. Um, Hold on. I forgot to mention somebody very important, guys. Hugo Stiglitz, okay? Yes. He is yeah. fucking fantastic. I actually have a sticker with his little name on it that somebody made. <laughs> He's great. Sorry, I had to jump in there. He's great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was number That was number what? Two. Wow. Yeah, anybody else? Uh, did somebody not talk? I'm sorry. Brian? Did you... 
I um yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, I actually had a little oh, cat out of my he, office. Oh no, that. you're good. Oh, um, he wasn't even here. Oh fuck. Yeah, no, I, 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 <laughs> Christy, it's seven forty seven on Wednesday, four twenty one. Brian. Oh, God. But okay. um no, I uh you know, here's the funny thing about this list. I like this movie a whole lot. Um I have only seen it once. Ooh. Um, Better change that. Yeah, I know, right? I, I don't know why I haven't watched it multiple times. I do own it. <laughs> I saw it when it first came out. Really enjoyed the shit out of it. For some reason, haven't revisited it. Yeah. And uh, but the, the crazy thing about this list is, uh, upon reflecting and thinking about the movie when I was making the list, I was like, I would give this like a three and a half out of four. It's my number eight movie. <laughs> like yeah, I have wow. this number eight yeah, on my list, sad. oh wow! And yeah. I'm like, that's so bizarre because when I even when I made the list, I looked at it, I was like, man, I fucking oh love yeah, this dude, movie. dude, Brad like, Pitt and Eli Roth are out fucking slaughtering. I know, fucking like, Nazis, yeah, bro. Fucking incredible. He turned Hitler into Swiss cheese. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Dude, Hold on, we also got BJ Novak randomly. Yo, yes, he cracks yeah, me up. Yes, he's. Great. But that's the crazy the thing about. Man. That's a testament yeah. to the quality of the movies that this man makes, man. Yeah. Like, there's just, I just, holy, I, I, I need to revisit this, but yeah, this I really, really too. enjoy it. Yeah. I would say this is one of his masterpieces for yeah. sure. Yeah. I, I had it fifth. Yeah. I yeah. had it fifth, but I think the dude has like six masterpieces. Yeah. What yeah. I, yeah. What do I know? So, I, I know. What, 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 what do you know? All you did was inspire Kill Bill. You know, everyone <laughs> after third is like, you know, all the same level. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. This is. Uh, I agree. I, this is one of his funniest movies ever. Uh, it's fucking hilarious. I remember laughing a whole shit ton when I was watching this. And Eli Roth is fantastic. Oh you know God. what's funny is like even the beginning scene. There's humorous parts uh, <laughs> yeah. when he pakes out that huge pipe. Yep. Yeah, exactly. It cracks me up, man. I'm like, what the hell? It's so unbelievably huge, like on purpose. Uh, it was great. Yeah, it's really great. Wow. And he loves milk. Yes. Love man who loves milk. Yes. Was that number two? Yeah, that was number yes. two. Yes. Are you high over there? No, I not am. at all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. Yeah, oh, that was number two. Uh, before we talk about Inglorious Bastards all day. I guess we'll move on. So we obviously all know where we're at with number one, but I am yeah. going to say what it is, just in case anybody doesn't know. Number one is Django Unchained, oh, which wow. I was very happy to see. Yes. Wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. Bunch of idiots. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh. Wait, what? <laughs> what did I have at rank, Cece? Uh, just kidding. I, I had it at five long. myself. I don't know. <laughs> wow, I, Brian, what the fuck, bro? I know. I'm just kidding. I'm no, 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 no. I think I ranked it low too, but that's because, like, I mean, literally, I had to. I have to agree. I forgot who said it because no, I no. I'm big. just is I, that I, like I, I have some like most films are all on the same level. Like it's like uh-huh. I can't really like it was really difficult to rank any of these. Mm-hmm. Like it really it was, is. This was tough. Andy had number two. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I was being facetious. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, yeah, I had this number two. You want to tell us why? No. What's what's <laughs> let's, let's go to just, okay. uh, Can I high joke? Can I hijack number one? What do you mean? <laughs> Cece, no. Cece, back to you. I'm so lost. It's okay. Was, it's okay. Cece, back to you. <laughs> yes. All right. So this is my number one. Yes. I will tell you why in a short note, and then we'll go more into the movie itself. This, I'm going to shock all of you guys, 
This is the first Tarantino movie I ever saw. <laughs> oh, and what a what a movie to see first. Absolutely. Oh, yes. Absolutely. It resonated with me very well. Um, yes. Christoph Waltz, I would say this is the second best performance of all time. Yeah. Uh, actually, I'm more particular to this actual actual performance. Now, Hans Landa was great, but I have like a... I don't know. I have more of like a sentimental value with yeah. King Schultz. You um, wanted to climb on him more in this one. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's totally okay. I mean, Christoph Waltz is in bad look, and you guys got to see his troll video. He's have you ever handsome. seen it? He's a handsome man. Yeah, have I'm... you ever seen his troll video? Yeah. No, I, I didn't know this actually. You gotta I guess I know what I'm watching after this. It's yeah. called Dare Humping, and he's got like a little thing on his okay yeah go wow. watch it it's great uh <laughs> but um yeah so this was the first film i ever saw by tarantino i actually it's a funny story i grew up never watching his films because i had this weird i don't know where it came from as a kid or as a teenager i had this weird hate for him for no reason i've never seen any of his movies maybe it was just because people i don't know was it one of those like people talked about him all the time what was it that made me not like him i i don't know I can't tell you. Um, and now he's literally my favorite pers- director of all time. Favorite um, person. No, I was going to say person, person. No. <laughs> no, I'll take that part back. Yes. <laughs> he's my favorite director of all time, movie maker. Um, so it's very weird how I, like, I hated him and I hated Uma Thurman and I had no idea why. I, like, I literally can't tell you why. But uh, People probably this- told you to. Yeah, probably. I was a kid. I didn't. I didn't know a lot about movies as a kid. I watched American Pie, okay, and like stupid shit like that. Oh, American um, Pie is great. Let's talk about. Well, I know food. it's great, but like you know what I mean. I, I came out my up, junior year of high school, man. That I didn't grow like... up as a cinephile that I am now, but. Yeah, uh... Oh yes, <laughs> uh, the cinema classic, American Pie. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, Got Henry yeah, Rowan Gardner in it, man. <laughs> that just kind of gives you an idea of where I was as you know younger. So I didn't. Again, I didn't see a lot of his movies. I saw this, and i that's when I started really getting into movies more. I was more adult. Um, this blew me away. Um, <laughs> another, literally. No. <laughs> it blew great. Steven away. But, uh, but yeah. <laughs> um, no, this movie, oh my god. I saw it in theaters. I saw it probably like four more, like three or four more times after the first time. Uh, I wanted everyone to come see it with me. So, like, I would bring my friends, you know. Uh, it was just, it was like my awakening to real, real, real cinema. And um, it's another one of those what if movies, rewriting of history. Uh, the cast is fantastic, as always. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio is one of my favorite actors of all time. So to see him in this role was very scary, but also awesome. Um God, I, I can't. I, there's just so much to talk about. So why don't I let you guys talk a little bit more about the movie, and I'll kind of jump in here and there. Um, let me see. Cat, do you want to talk about it? Um, sure. Um, I it's a fucking it. raid. Yes, no, yeah. That that whole scene of like how fucking stupid. Like yeah. they they don't know what they're doing clearly and it's just like <laughs> and like you know the whole dialogue of well don't ask me or mine for, for nothing, nothing. <laughs> and like you know it's like well i can't see all that matters is the fucking horse can see so it's like <laughs> them arguing that's a raid and it's like and they're just arguing about it and it's just like 
god they're so stupid <laughs> like um it. and yeah i just i mean i love the film um i mean the language yeah is but you know it i mean you can't just say it's tarantino but yeah he um i agree with like what nico said earlier um but i just like overall like and then if you know schultz is just like one of just one of my favorite characters um in the whole entire film and um christoph just says does such a great job you know uh Mm -hmm. acting and like i feel like he's sometimes underappreciated as well um Mm -hmm. like with his acting and he just how he can just uh, just the film and then like the blood and like this you know the blood everywhere like in the end and then him just like you know looking at the you know house the plantation on fire essentially and it's just it's like it makes you feel like good like i don't know that's the best way i can explain it it's just like yes you just fucked up every like you know you just fucked them in the ass kind of thing so Mm -hmm. it's it's just powerful to me yeah so. revenge movies are great he yes. does a lot of those yeah he does a lot of those i love the i yeah i guess i just you know personally i love revenge movies his revenge movies a lot especially so yeah mm-hmm. yeah all right brian oh it's uh god i love it <laughs> i love leonardo DiCaprio in this movie um it's fantastic uh it's just it's just some it's just another fantastic story told fucking really really well it's like it's golly. wait brian you're saying this is a really fucking great movie yeah it's <laughs> great as wild as it is Bro. yeah <laughs> like, pretty fucking good movie i would say speechless yeah you, yeah it's well, speechless yes i'll say this about this one for me I think this one, Django Unchained, is is Tarantino's funniest movie. I think oh, this yeah. movie. This, <laughs> this, this that, I get it. Yeah, man. That whole dialogue, uh, that yeah. whole scene is just hilarious. And just, oh it's God. just like, it's just it's, like, I don't know. It's just like, I just laugh. This dude laugh made a clan meeting fucking funny. Yeah. yeah essentially yes that's what he did is like make a clan meeting like <laughs> because and of how stupid they are exactly how dumb yes. they fucking are fucking and it's just like people, man. Yeah. That's <laughs> thank you thing, yeah. thank so you exactly genius. what i want to say <laughs> like so i'm not afraid to say it fucking yeah. white people and yeah. i'll say and i'll say it too the the higher usage i think I think the N-word said in this movie more than any Tarantino film, yes, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, I would, I'm not I would think so, yes. yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I know he, he got some flack with that at release. Um, I, with this I mean, movie, but I understand it, though, like because of the setting, but at the same time, and that's how it was in the South and everything like that. Yeah, no. Um, I, yeah, I it, completely understand that, but yeah. It's got to be in there. It's got to be. Mm-hmm. You, it, it, you can't movie, just graze over the fact that's no. what they do. I mean. No, you, you can't, can't do The over. Patriot with, with Mel Gibson, but no. No fucking slaves at the oh fucking town. I don't see a brother in chains anywhere in the Patriot. Come on, Mel. Oh my god. Yeah, that's no, that's a very good point to have there. Yeah, so, like you can't like, go without it in that in that gener- like in mm-hmm. that time frame. You can't. It's no, literally, it's literally it brings more common. realism to the film. It does. It yes, brings more yes. realism. It does because that's mm-hmm. just, and I'm so I'm. It, it doesn't bother. You. Someone's offended by that. I don't think they're wrong. I just. It just doesn't personally offend me. Um, yeah. You know, obviously, I think that word's wrong, but in this yeah, setting, same. In, in this setting, it works. Is that if that's weird? <laughs> if that's weird. No, but yeah, it works in this setting for me. 
And Jamie yeah. Foxx is one of my favorite entertainers of all time. Not even just necessarily actors, but just entertainers. Mm-hmm. One of those freaking guys watched, that's like super talented and shit. Dude, makes yeah. me irritate <laughs> and this, shit dude, this is yeah. his best role. I've watched too. my dude come up from Lawanda on Living Color. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Just fucking just rocking out as, as this character in this movie. My goodness. And everything in between, everything he's done since, you know. One of my favorite mm-hmm. entertainers. And he's awesome in this. Awesome. You yes. really root for Jamie Foxx. You oh, yeah. really, really, really root for him in this movie. Yeah. yeah. You, you fall in love with Django so well. Yes. You do. Like, and they, yes. they work on that so much there. Yes. And, um, it has heart. I, it has heart. Yes. Mm-hmm. I like how he also has realistic violence in this yes. movie as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think yes. it was very important, and I think he recognized that the violence against the white slavers can be comical and funny there, but any violence against, you know, the black slaves uh, should be taken very seriously and very horrifying. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, With all of those scenes there. Uh, Incredible, incredible movie. Uh, His, the performance, it's, I was looking at it, I was like, who won the award for this? And Christoph Waltz won the award for that. But, you know, if you could give out, like, four fucking Academy Awards for there, it could have gone to anybody in that cast, you know? Yes. It could have, it could have, it could have even gone to John Johnson. Yes! Even, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which, yes. which John is there. Johnson. Which is funny, because, like, he, he likes saying, he likes saying the N-word a little bit too yeah. much. You can kind of yeah. see it in his face. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you can tell, like, he's, you can tell Christoph Waltz is uh, more uncomfortable with saying that, mm-hmm. but... Uh, and Leonardo DiCaprio is a little oh. bit more comfortable, yeah, but you know, some, some of the actors in there, uh, they are like, uh, more than happy to say that on film. Sam Jackson's oh. hilarious. Oh my God. Oh my God. Sam dude. Jackson. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Motherfucker. He is, he, that month. Mm, God, he's so funny in this. He is. Yes. He's awful. <laughs> right? He is a oh bad, he is a bad, bad man. <laughs> oh, he really is horrible. <laughs> they didn't say anything about kneecapping. Yes, yeah, exactly. I'm fucking dying. He's like Django, oh, you uppity son of a bitch. <laughs> oh my god, god, that scene is so great, man. And I love Ever- when he comes back wearing uh, Candy's clothes. Oh, yes, yes. And I think what I love also is just like in the cinematography aspect, like when he gets shot on the horse in the cotton field and the <gasps> blood and the blood yes. paint, and the blood just painting the cotton and the red and uh, white it's and such like a just, great scene exactly yes. it's just it's so it, it's not only powerful but just like so like it's beautiful uh, it's beautiful it's it's yeah. just like chef's kiss so yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the shot when Django approaches like the brothers yes and yes. it's just like how the camera like does that dolly zoom right into him oh, oh. Yeah. It just a show like this is gonna be like his. The, this is really the first her- heroic moment we see of Django in this. Yeah, when he calls and, out John Brittle. Oh my yeah, God. and he uses and the way he uses that whip against there. Oh. Like you can really tell like they really worked on that scene to try to get all of the the two hundred plus years of anger and mm-hmm. like through that, that one character just yeah. in that one scene there, and how he turns around and is like y'all want to see some shit. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh my so god! Fantastic, and how he uses like the the mirror uh, to like not directly show the God. Mm-hmm. God, he does so well. This is his prettiest movie, 
I think. It's gorgeous. Uh, I know hate, Hateful Eight, if Hateful Eight was a little bit more, like, colorful yeah. there, I yeah. think yes. he really uses, like, this movie is so damn colorful. Colors are so, like, the wardrobe, the costume design, that, the yeah. costume design yeah. in all his films are great, but they're really mm. good in this one, for it sure. It really yeah. shines here. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, Leo, in my opinion, I think this is Leo's best role. Yes. That he's ever played. I agree. I think his acting style fits so well to a character to like, you know, a Southern dandy mm-hmm. who would be over the top like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It yeah. fits his acting style so well than it does in some other things. Cause like when he's in the departed, I, I think he tries way too much in the departed uh, there. And I don't think he fits that role very well. He's better when he plays someone who's eccentric, like mm-hmm. in uh, Wolf of Wall Street yeah. or in this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He, plays, agree. he plays this better than I think he plays Jordan Belfort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's They're a lot better. They're both very high yeah. up there for me, though. They're both high up there, yeah. but I think this is... Yeah. I mean, just looking at it in a vacuum, it's so funny to see him go from, you know, uh, Calvin Candle down to... Uh, Calvin Candy uh, down to... Um, uh, his character. Oh fuck! I, I just watched Once Upon Barney? a Time in Hollywood. Oh, they were going to talk about what's yeah. in Gilbert Grape. I was like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny how like how restrained Rick Dalton is. Like how he restrains himself right. as Rick Dalton when he's just over the wall here. And I definitely prefer him in this movie yeah. than mm-hmm. I do in. Yeah, What's I gotta agree time? with you. I, th- I think I agree with you. I think this is. I think this is his best performance. Yeah, I love yeah. when he's and like a po- he's so pearl diver. Do not spare the rum. Yeah, <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> oh, he's just so flamboyant and like, uh, it's great. Jamie Foxx should have been nominated for best actor, and he should have mm-hmm. won. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. With mm-hmm. that. He's so yeah. good in this. He's so yeah. good. Kerry Washington's good in this too. Oh, she. Oh yeah, she's gorgeous. She looks she, absolutely yes, beautiful, oh, talented. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, she does I don't great know if you guys know, but um. Tarantino uh, <clears throat> was he it was hard for him to see during her scenes because he was crying behind the lens oh wow yep. what I read about yeah, um, yeah. because of that harsh scene with her he was actually really crying and, and so he was actually filming it in like the screen you know his he was having trouble seeing um, <clears throat> which you know makes me think he has some heart in there uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh, you can Great really score see the heart too. that's in there yeah, yeah, it's a great score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Score is oh, great. Yes. I think this one might might have more heart than any film he's ever done. Agree. Yeah, I think that would be a that would be yeah. This one really, man. You re, like you guys were talking about being a revenge. God. Man, mm-hmm. you were really pulling for our main players in this, and you we really love. Yeah, that. yes, <laughs> big time. Because this is this is a straight up ultimate revenge re, re, rewrite of history. And mm-hmm. it's just a, it's executed so well on just about every level that we've spoken here right now. Uh, Absolutely, the symbolism in this movie is wild. Uh, the yeah. white cake that they have. Um, yep. There's mm-hmm. something else that I can't think of off the top of my head, but just yeah, there's a lot of symbolism in it. Um, again, oh. beautifully shot. The colors are gorgeous, like Jamie's blue outfit that he wears. I love that one. And the girl makes fun of his outfit. She's like, you want to wear that? (laughs) (laughs) I love that. He's like, yeah. (laughs) Um, This lost to Argo. I can't believe it. Wow. How fucking ridiculous is that? How does this lose to Argo? 
the fuck? That's I didn't mean to cut you off there, no, but I was like, good, what, what, what happened here? I was like, this lost to Argo? Yeah. I can't believe that. How and they crazy. fucking nominated Hugh Jackman as John Valjean and Les Mis. No! It, oh they could have easily put Jamie Foxx in there. No. Oh my There's God. no fucking way. That it was so much better. I mean, Bradley Cooper's Silver Linings Playbook. Okay. okay. Daniel Day-Lewis as Lincoln. Yeah, sure. Denzel <laughs> Washington in Flight. Oh, that's a pretty damn good performance. Yo, he's, I will say he, that. He honestly, he probably should have won that year. He probably should have won that year, now that I think about it. Uh, but yeah, just... How do you fucking go again? How do you how do you put Argo over that? And Argo's a good movie. Argo, Argo has some great scenes in it, but overall, yeah. no, I'd no. much rather watch Django Unchained than Argo again. Yeah. Better overall. Weren't, uh, yeah. weren't Leo and Kristoff in supporting actor? Well, Kristoff won the Academy I know he won, yeah, one. but I think No, it was just no? nope, it was just Kristoff. Oh, yeah. Okay, no. okay. I feel like Leo was robbed there too a little bit. I mean, I'm glad Kristoff won, but I feel like Leo should have been nominated. Too. Like, Leo should have been nominated. I feel like well. Leo's always robbed. That's what I. Oh feel yeah, like. he finally got it for what the Revenant. Yeah, yeah, the Revenant. Yeah, for yeah. one of his worst performances. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like I like the movie, but it, he is better movies. I think yes, exactly. I didn't, I didn't really his better performances, but I still think he was pretty good in the Revenant. Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, just yeah. Was better ones in my. I opinion. feel like that was the the movie where they just said, you know what, we got to give this guy Fuck an Oscar. Yep. Exactly. Here you go. Yep. We didn't really mention it earlier, but he I didn't really mention it earlier, but Leo I love Leo's performance in, in Once Upon a Time. Mm-hmm. A lot, actually. It's a very good performance, yeah. I think I even enjoy it more than most. Um he does some pretty powerful things in that movie. Um, especially the scene with the little girl and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And, and yes. when, he's, when he's acting acting in a scene, when he's playing an actor who's acting mm-hmm. in that scene. Yeah, I thought Leo's performance was honestly. I, know, I, love, when he's, I love when he's talking himself, yeah. talking himself in the mirror, and he's. I will shoot your brains out. He was nominated yeah, for that. One more he, drink. No, he was nominated for an Oscar. He didn't win, but he was fucking really good. Yeah, yeah, he should have. Yeah. I just yeah. love Leo. I just love Leo. I've always fallen in love with him, especially since like Romeo and Juliet and obviously Titanic as a kid. Like you know, yeah. I mean, I just have always loved Leo. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's just, he's he's an actor's actor right there, baby. Like, he's mm-hmm. been doing it since, like I said earlier, what's eating Gilbert Grape, and I think even other stuff, Marvin's Room, Growing Pains. Basketball Diaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great movie. Uh, his performance, personally, and what's eating Gilbert Grape is very good. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I think nowadays they should let people that actually have, you know, those disabilities play those roles, but he still did a very great job. Um, mm-hmm. And But yeah, he's just... He's great. He's terrifying in this movie. The whole mm-hmm. spiel about the skull. Oh my god. Oh, that's chilling. Like, and the fact that he slammed the glass for real. Yeah, and just kept yeah. going. Yeah, yes. man. that was fucking. I love that. So, yeah, how committed he was. He should have won it. He should have won the yeah, Oscar. Yeah, that. yeah exactly. Just that thing right there. Yeah, I exactly. fucking loved him as Luke Brower and Growing Pains, man. Yes, yes. man. Yes. <laughs> I did they, too. Man. They found that poor motherfucker living in a closet at the school, man. If I remember yeah. correctly, yeah. Yeah, I loved long, doing that. That was a long time ago. Yeah, I used to love that show. But um, uh, <laughs> hey, I'm not far Luke, behind you, Andy. Luke Brown. I'm ahead of all y'all. I don't know I'm if I'm to, winning be, this race, but <laughs> I'm about to be 33 in a couple days. Okay. Oh yeah, y'all, y'all children to me. <laughs> 
I'm an um, infant. I'm in the same age as Nico, so yeah. yeah. Wait, no, am I? Yeah. Hold on. I gotta do math. <laughs> I'm too high for this. Okay, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not doing oh math. I'm not doing the math, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, guys. Oh, this... wait, no, I will be 28 this year. I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, how fucking old am I? Oh, fuck. Pat, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> I'm sorry, man. You. I told you you can only get high if you can focus. I am focused. I'm super, super. She's all have focused on this movie, on these movies that she forgot how old she was. Exactly. Commitment, right there. Exactly. I mean, if you want, I can go into four rooms for you just for the hell of it. Oh no! 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 That movie's fantastic. I'm sorry. I love that movie. It is hilarious. We should get Teddy in here to do his Tarantino impression. Oh my god. <laughs> Hold on. Oh my god. <laughs> this, this is great. Oh god. He's coming. He's coming. <laughs> he goes, oh god. Uh, he's like, oh god. No, you guys gotta hear this. It's ridiculous. This is his impression of him in four rooms as, what's Hold his on. name? Chase something? Or, I forgot his fucking name. Oh, I forgot his name. You gotta too, get in the right. mic, babe. Yeah, no, no, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think. Come on, Crystal. I don't need you how to f- tell me how fucking good Crystal is, okay? I know fucking Crystal's good, okay? It is the fucking wine of the gods, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty. Yeah, I love it. to go on tangents like that and talk like him to me and mess with me. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, four rooms, we should have included that. Maybe we'll do that on a separate episode. Does anybody want to hop in for four rooms? Oh, I'll do future? that. I will uh, do that. I'll take yeah. a pass on that one. I'll take no problem. <laughs> I love forums, dude. I love I forums. <laughs> I guess I like half that movie. I guess I like the go. Rodriguez and Tarantino parts. Yeah, right, exactly. Those are like the best ones, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but guys, it's been awesome. Does anybody have any further thoughts on Django Unchained? God. Such a brilliant movie, right? Yeah. It is a really brilliant film. Film. Ugh, film. And it, it deserves to be number one. It's very yeah, long, but I will rewatch yeah. that motherfucker all the time. Like it's yeah. long, but I'll keep rewatching it. Like uh, even the beginning scene. Like I want to talk about that for a minute. My one of my friends back in the day and I used to quote the beginning all the time. Like the brothers, uh, James Ramar and I don't know the other actor. That whole scene's hilarious too. He's like uh, my leg's busted. He's like, no doubt. <laughs> like, ah, <laughs> uh, Crystal Waltz is so fantastic. But yeah, all right. Well, anybody have any other last thoughts on Tarantino as a whole? Anything? Uh, he makes pretty good movies. More in him. I really. Oh, he has. Do. He better have more than yeah, more, I hope more he has than one. More or in at him. least one. I hope we see Bounty Law actually come to fruition. Oh my god! Uh, oh, I he's developing. Oh. He I'd says he's it. developing it. So I don't. Really? Yeah. Yes. <gasps> But every time he wants to do something like that, he never follows up. Like, the only sequel we ever saw from him is Kill Bill. And people keep saying he's supposed to have done a third one for how many years now? I don't think that's happening. I don't think it's happening. That was Uma Thurman's knee. Wait, wasn't the guy who played Bill, didn't he pass away? Yeah, he's dead anyway. Well, I mean... Yeah. His heart exploded. Well, I mean, <laughs> no, 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 not in the film. <laughs> <laughs> in real no, life. yeah, in real life. Yeah, 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 is he the Trump jacking guy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just say that so bluntly, but like. <laughs> Michael Hutchins. Yeah, him and Michael Hutchins hang, yeah. hanging out in. <laughs> oh, God. It's around their necks. <laughs> can we talk about how his brother's in Django? 
Lizzie McGuire's dad? He's in Django. Oh, yes. Lizzie McGuire's dad <laughs> is in Django, guys. What, I don't remember his last first name. Yeah, yeah, he's in it, too. He's part of, like, the weird people that, like, live in the area nearby, like the rednecks or whatever that live over there. Zoe Bell's over there. The trackers, that's what they call them. Yes. Uh, he's part of that group. But, yeah. Where the hell did we go from there? Oh, we were talking about Kill Bill. I was like, how did I get to that? Um, Next. <laughs> Next. All right. <laughs> well, we don't have any more movies to talk about unless we want no. to start talking about True Romance, and uh, which is another movie I love. I haven't seen it in a minute, or I don't even remember it right now. So Michael yeah. Rappaport. Oh man. But uh, but yeah, I guess we'll we'll it's getting late. We've been going for two hours. We'll wrap it up. Uh, thank you to everyone who came on. I really do appreciate it, guys. This has been fun. Like even if I didn't put this out, this was just a great talk. Yeah. Um. <laughs> That's what I want this to be, you know, as with most podcasts, obviously. But uh, I'm going to let everybody kind of just say their piece a little bit, like plug anything coming up or just promote yourself. Um, Kat, what do you got going on or where can we find you? Or uh, You can find me on Twitter. Um, I see cat people with a K instead of a C. Um, I don't really I don't have a podcast. I don't have YouTube. I don't have Twitch. Um, <laughs> I'm like probably the least creative out of the group of people hey, that's okay you do creative um, things in your own right so yeah so yeah i mean like i you know doodle and stuff like that and i'm mainly focused on school and work and you know friendships so that's it <laughs> you can find her with me yeah that's true no. <laughs> this is really this is literally probably true at least once a week for a full day yeah <laughs> And with my influence, she's going to probably start watching more movies. So yes. She'll be on further episodes. Yes, I will be watching more movies. I, I am not much of a cinema, like, cinema nerd. Cinephile? As, cinephile, yeah. thank you. Um, <laughs> well, it's not that. It's just like I went years without like... I literally worked my life away. So yeah, I went years of not actually enjoying my life. So um, I actually calmed down with that. I took part-time school instead of full-time school. And instead of three jobs or two jobs, I now have one. So yeah, I have more free time with my life now. (laughs) All right. Well, Andy, where can we find you? We know you have more than one podcast now. Um, Yeah. I, uh, you can find me at Andy Cleves underscore. And then, uh, I have a couple podcasts that I want to co-host with my buddy Brian, and another one I just launched about a month ago I host myself. But Brian, yeah, uh, Brian and I do Dead in Santa Carla. It's a horror movie podcast where we have discussions about, I don't know, Brian, what's the movie we talked about recently? Nightmare. Uh, we just recently talked about um, Ryan Reynolds' abs, a love yes. story. Yes. Oh also known as the Amityville Horror. Yeah, from 2005, the remake, yes. Y'all got any water? (laughs) I might be a little parched and thirsty. What did you say about his abs that I died laughing at? Um, I dude, I would literally, you could literally take a block of cheddar, dude, and start shredding on those bad boys. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking ridiculous. And I would. Anyway. (laughs) So yeah, we do that all over the place. We do that. We do that. What's just, uh, I don't know, Brian, you got something to add for what we do over at Dead in SC? 
Um, you know, uh, no, not really. I mean, we just, we drop an episode every Monday. Um, we've done about 118 of them now. Yeah. It's been a lot. Yeah, I'm surprised awesome. we still like each other. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> you know, the fight, great, great. I'll, 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 I'll get, a, I'll get a little emotional. I think I like you even more now than I did at episode one, buddy. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. My heart just went, oh, you ain't lying, brother. I fucking love this guy. Love you too, man. <laughs> man, why why does dude Nico, you're gonna have to follow that shit. I'm sorry. Nico. That's <laughs> <laughs> fine. Andy, you didn't talk about your other podcast. Oh yeah, it, it's a it, it's a football podcast. I'm a, I'm from Cleveland originally. I grew up in Northeast Ohio. I, two, oh, two, two, two things about me. No, I'm not. It's a great area. You should check it out. Um it's uh I'll be up there next month. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Cleveland's fucking popping man well nowhere is really popping right now unless you're well i'll be in sandusky unless you're an idiot in florida sorry cc sorry hey i'm not an idiot but i'm in florida yeah uh yeah i'm not an idiot but i am here wait are you are you from ohio saying like sorry you're in florida he's not from well he's from ohio but he doesn't live in ohio yeah okay yeah i'm from ohio so yeah yeah, I, no, yeah I because would, someone nope. in Ohio is saying like like shitting on Florida. That's that's definitely pot calling <laughs> kettle black. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's yeah. I don't know. Florida's kind of what? I don't know. Let's not get political. Uh, the uh, <laughs> I don't know what he's doing though. He's out of his mind. Somebody tackle him. Um, it was crazy. No, uh, I have a I, so I'm, I'm two things about me. I've always been I I love movies. Been a huge movie fan. I'm also a huge Cleveland sports fan. So I have a Cleveland Browns podcast. It's called Not the Same Old Browns podcast. But if you follow me at Andy Cleves underscore or at Dead SC podcast, you'll be able to see both of that. But I have all that information in my Twitter bio. Andy Cleves underscore. Awesome. Yeah, I just wanted you guys to talk, you know, about all of your projects. Yeah, I have another um, podcast that I've started actually. Oh. Yeah. Oh um, I started a podcast with Cat. Where um, we talk what? about all the movies that she's never seen, and Actually, I describe the movie to her in a really fucked up backwards plot, <laughs> and it doesn't make any sense. And then I make her watch it, and then she tells me that I'm fucking crazy. Wow! <laughs> I no, would totally, I would totally sign up for that. <laughs> you give me one homework every week, and yeah, I would totally. Fucking, <laughs> like, Brian, like, Brian, that so, fucking movie wasn't even close so, to that. <laughs> so you go like, what? Well, the first episode with your half ass description and then go ahead and watch it and then okay part two of this um this is katrina's um take what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> oh brian what else though where can we find you uh you can find me at uh santa carla brian on twitter um i don't really tweet that much um but yeah you, you, i just you know listen to the dead in santa carla podcast I yeah think dead you, if you like horror you'll have a yeah. good time listening to me and andy uh um, yeah. talk about horror movies maybe yeah, it's like you're really there with you guys just sitting there hearing you guys talk cracks me up all the time so that's what we go for i mean we really want it to feel like that when you when you sit when you pop an episode in your ears we really want to feel like you're just chatting or you know chatting horror with somebody or chatting movies with somebody just nice casual fun talks yeah you guys really do not to get too sentimental but you guys really do a good job of that your chemistry is fantastic uh on the show and so definitely check those guys out thank i you. always tweet about you guys so people probably know and they're used to thank you, you. Thank <laughs> you. yeah um nico with us? yeah i'm still oh. around here uh there <laughs> it's okay uh yeah so you can hear me over at hhn 365 a halloween horror nights podcast 
where uh, my co-hosts, uh, well, actually, I'm the producer, but the real hosts of that are Duff and Mike, who know a lot more about HHN uh, than I do. I'm a relative newbie to there. I just try to make sure they sound good and make jokes uh, when I feel like uh, there's some dead air. So, uh, yeah, and if you want to hear how much I don't know about HHN three uh, uh, Halloween Horror Nights, uh, you can listen to our latest podcast, where they quiz me on HHN trivia, and that does not go well for me. So go have a listen to that. Uh, I'm also on I'm 13 I Like It. That's a podcast I host with uh, my buddy uh, Brian Stoll, uh, where we talk about your favorite things from when you're 13 years old. This hmm. month, we are doing the works of Weird Al for <gasps> Weird Ape Brown. Oh my oh, that's God. fantastic. So yes. we're doing that during this month, uh, and then we'll be back to our normal programming, just talk, pr- mostly talking about the world's largest entertainment, McDonald's on iDrive. I also have a third podcast, which is... Uh, uh, the Diz Referee podcast. So if you're anywhere like on Diz Twitter or Theme Park Twitter, you've probably seen the Diz Referee. Yes. Uh, him and me have a podcast together, and it's uh, pretty much uh, the the dirtbag left of the of Diz Twitter, uh, where that. we are uh, we're basically Chapo Mouse House is our <laughs> podcast, basically. Uh, so we actually talk about like issues that are going on, like with the Theme Park community. Uh, also talk about issues that go on with uh, the parks and uh, we also talk about uh, we also gush about our favorite shows on Disney Plus uh, for some reason (laughs) Uh, which we uh, can't stop talking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier so definitely come on over and uh, have a listen to us uh, at all three ones and you can find any of my podcasts by following me on Twitter at W-H-T-K-N-K-L-N-I-K-O that's W-H-T-K-N-K-L-N-I-K-O oh I love that beautiful I love it I love it, moved, it. it moved again. Yeah, you, you know, just got it, Andy. <laughs> no, it reminded me of it reminded me of once upon a time, like the radio station. I love that. Um, that was perfect. Yeah, when when you know when you've been doing plugs for so much, you kind of like fall into like the radio voice as you go down through there. True, so. that's true. Yeah. No, you do a great job um, on the show. I love hearing you on the show. Thank actually. you. Um, I really appreciate. That's that. That's why we wanted to bring you on when we brought all of you on when we did our. Uh, HHN wannabe uh, houses or whatever. You had a great list. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to bring you on for some Scorsese stuff in the future, too. Yeah. Scorsese or Zemeckis. Definitely bring okay. you on for that. All right. All right. Well, because again... I'll talk shit about Forrest Gump any day of the week. I'll tell you. <laughs> oh, that. my God. You and Andy need to have a debate or something. Oh, somewhere. my God. <laughs> it's oh. a war. <laughs> oh, God. All right, guys. Well, again, thank you so much for being here. I really do appreciate it. It's been a ride. It's been fun. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to bring it to a close. Um, tune in next month, May. We'll have to see what's coming up because I don't know yet. <laughs> but um, again, thanks everybody for being here. And we will see you at the movies. Teddy fucking Williams knocks it yeah. out of the park. Fenway Park on his feet for Teddy fucking ball game. He went yard on that one. On the fucking Lansdowne Street. <laughs>